When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a great squad today. We got Heather Joe Clark in studio, or in my studio apartment, as Hanato would say. <laughs> uh, I am here with uh, Joe the Kid Perez. What's up? CB the Grenade. How you guys doing? Uh, and I want to thank our sponsor, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, Baseball, football, everything else in between. Their past signings have included Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Paige Van Zandt, Cheech and Chong, Hulk Hogan, and more. Check out their website. See who's signing next. Go to AIASE.com. The guy's name is Sean. He sponsors a lot of fighters. Really good dude. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid. Okay, we want to get fighters more money so you can make a difference. You can go on tip a fighter and directly tip them because they win you money or you like them or you're just entertained by them. Maybe you have a weird crush. Whatever it is, you can tip them. You can also tip our podcast because uh, we need it. So tip us. <laughs> at, uh, we are on tip a fighter. Uh, how was my week? Uh, my week was good. I, I was in uh, Kansas City on Friday. I had to fly to Kansas City to do a military base. Uh, which was good. It was actually where they launch all the rockets to, you know, destroy other lands if awesome. we go to war or something. Uh, I was in Kansas City and they told me though, they're like, hey, we have to, you gotta be PG right when I got there. You gotta do 45 minutes. What? PG. Yes. They told you right when you got there. No, they told me before, but I was like, so I, I, I wrote out, you know, a PG-ish. Mm-hmm. Set. Did you bleep yourself? No. Well, no. I just figured out what to say, what not to say. But then when I got there, I'm like, "Hey, can I just read the crowd if they're laughing? Oh, go right ahead. That's what you always got to do." Young comic Joe uh, is Thank ask you. them if you want to read the crowd, and they're like, "Sure." What does that mean? Like, see if they're laughing or not, or if they're getting offended. Okay. But uh, so they were laughing. I had a great time. It was funny because my I'm up there for three seconds, and these two girls in the front. I'm like, "Oh, how do you guys know each other?" Like, that's my wife. And of course, I want to go on like a you know all these lesbian jokes, but I'm like, "Great." <laughs> so then I'm like, "I'm not going to touch this." Which then everyone laughed, and it was just great. I was it was great. Um, you know, I got paid to to to, to make people laugh and make people that I really want to make people laugh. Uh, people that I really want to laugh. So it was great. Uh, he gave me like a, a sixty dollar per diem for the hotel. So, which was uh, in 2017 is hard. Wow. So I stayed you didn't at. Stay in the barracks. I stayed in the. No, I stayed in the Super Airbnb? Eight. The Super Eight in Kansas She's City. Airbnb. I don't like. I don't like being in someone else's house. Are you worried there's going to be a camera watching you at all times? No, weirdo. Is that what happens? <laughs> at, at I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Like I go to Airbnbs and I'm like, I mean, I haven't done anything weird, so it doesn't matter. But you know. I've never Airbnb. I just find it. I just it's fun. I don't know. I just feel like people are being in somebody else's bed is kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, did they wash the sheets? Yeah. At least with the hotel, I you, you know, know there's probably you a, think they they did. Yeah. Exactly. And now my you dad get to always think says, about cameras. Now, yeah. Now thanks. <laughs> but the hotels, like my dad always says, like the the maids coming in, they'll wash the bathrooms and then they'll wash like this the everything else that they wash the sink and then the toilet with, and they're gonna watch over and like do the thing, do the. 
TV remote and all this stuff. Like, yeah, dude, I was one time I was like on it. Periscope and someone's like, "Hey, I dare you to look the TV remote." I'm like, "Are you out of your fucking yeah. mind? Like, <laughs> why would anyone?" That's probably the most disgusting. Every time I see, like, how much jizz is probably on yeah. that fucking rope because after people jerk off or have sex, they yeah. just grab the TV. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. it's no. the easiest access to the most diseases in one swipe. Oh, they're like, oh. jacking off while they're holding the remote. I don't yeah, know, do you guys do that? No, that's kind of like, weird. Flipping Why would you <laughs> flipping through the channels? I don't know. I they're like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, but that's a good the, one. But that'll be the, the other hand, though. You so? have you hold it with the other hand. Yeah, but you then you have you like you know you touch. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Heather. <laughs> like home shopping network. Home shopping this network. Is... Home shopping network. Fuck TLC. All right. This is, this is, so this is off to a great start so far. Uh, so yeah. So anyway. So then. I thought that the hotel was like five minutes away from the airport because when I booked it online, it said by the airport. So I, I wake up. I got a 7 o'clock flight out. I like got in the night before. It was a very quick trip. And then I realized – I get up at 5.30 and I realized the hotel is 45 minutes away oh and I God. gave myself 20 minutes to catch the flight. So I just fucking – you know, I'm doing 99 miles an hour get, trying to get there. I finally get there. Of course, it was one of those car rental places where you have to go – to like the not even at the ho- at the airport yeah. you have to go to a shuttle and then you have to get on the shuttle and then I got on they so were like the flight. no I didn't miss the flight I, I got there because I, I had no bags to check and I checked it online but I'm going through and you know how like you go through the security and you do that the whole like DDP diamond cutter thing you know yeah. where you have to go like that but I'm so late that I like move through it and the guy's like oh you moved now I gotta take you through uh, extra security what yeah so this guy in Kansas City who has like four teeth and fucking three eyeballs <laughs> is I mean with his back hand is like grazing my cock I mean he basically what? yeah he basically is like oh with the back of his hand give me the yeah. whole pat down did it move no, but I almost wish I had a boner just to make it really awkward. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just really go all the way. And then then, then there was something on my hands that set off an alarm. And then they put me to the back back room. I'm, I'm like trying to get my flight. Then like some other guy fucking starts grabbing my – I'm like, great. I've been molested twice. Did they do five it fucking uh, up the, the cavity check? search? No, they didn't. No. Do you like it up the ass or no? All right. So <laughs> you, which one of them we were talking to? What was that? I was talking about you, Heather. I was asking you. I thought you were looking, making eye contact with him. Yeah, so well, I thought, well, CB, I know lights it up the ass, okay. but I was asking you. So then that was thanks, Adam. No problem. So <laughs> no that, was my, uh, that was my that was my my Friday. I got back Saturday. I watched the fights, which we'll talk about. Sunday I was at the Laugh Factory and the Improv, which was cool. And like you know, the thing about the Dime Bar shows is it's a tough show that this room that I created. So when you do the Laugh Factory, the Improv, it's just that much easier. It's mm-hmm. like wow, people that actually came here to see comedy. Versus people that were there to go to a bar and they've been ambushed with comedy. But I got into a, I was on stage. It was like all black Monday night. For some reason, like it was just like Black Monday. Like everybody all was right. black except for like a couple of people in the crowd. It was packed, and there was a, a black comic before me. And these four people came: these two girls and these two guys. And the guy was kind of struggling. And then the guy starts yelling. You need help. Get off the stage. Like, just, oh, my God. And the guy, the kid didn't know how to deal with it. He tried to go back at him and like make fun of the guy's receding hairline, but you couldn't see the guy because he was burying his face. He was heckling while burying his face, which is the biggest pussy way to fucking heckle. <laughs> and then I go up there, and I'm doing well, but I'm like, I'm like a couple, couple lulls, but I'm doing a longer set. And the guy says something to me like, uh, DJ, get him off or something. And I, so I go, excuse me? The same guy? Same guy. So then I was like, all right. I go, who? He goes, yeah, you're not funny. I go, who here thinks I'm funny? So the whole fucking crowd goes ballistic, right? And uh-huh. I go, see, sir, you've been rounded off. And then he, then he kept going. He's like, oh, well, you got lucky. I'm like, oh, who here thinks I'm funny again? Blah, blah, blah. And then he had these two girls with him, right? Mm-hmm. Were they so, hot? 
They, uh, they were hot. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, is that your girlfriend? And then the guy's like, uh, the girl's like, no. So then that's, that's where I got them. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to make any black jokes to them because it was all black and I'm a white comic and it just could have went south. I, I've done that before. Like that one night? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I was like, who, uh, so then I said something to him like, see, this is why you don't get pussy. I go, because no one, your personality fucking sucks. You, and then everyone started, I'm like, you, you, you heckle at fucking bars. This is why you're 0 for 20 on fucking Bumble. This is why, this is why you can't meet anyone on Black People Meet. We'll get over that in a second. And then this is why you try making a sex tape and someone yelled out World Star. And then the whole fucking place went ballistic. People were calling me, uh, uh, E Rabbit from fucking Eight Mile, whatever that. Eminem. Yeah, yeah Eminem. Yeah. Oh, and then I just fucking murdered the guy. Like murdered. People were running around the room. Uh, they were putting me on their shoulders. They weren't doing that, but it was. So that, so that was my. Uh, uh, I decided what I want to do with you and your sets. What's that? So. <laughs> I want I want somebody to film your sets. Yeah. And get this crowd work in, and then make like a fucking heckle highlight reel of your crowd work. That could be one of the funniest things that have ever been you know seen I, because it's not your bitch. It go like, viral. It's you 100%. just ripping you know, on people. I, you and know, you're one of the best I've ever seen. Thank yeah. you. I, you know, I, I wish there was somebody who didn't have a job could do that. You just uh, like, well, uh, shit. I wish like, we could find somebody <laughs> like that. You know, somebody with free time. <laughs> free time, no job. Uh, someone who graphs for a living. Um, and we're taking applications now. Yes, exactly. CB, why don't you do it, man? Do you, do you have a video camera? No. Oh, and I'm busy. Well, you can't take. You're show- busy. What yeah. about the shows you've already recorded? I have some of those. Just going through those. For I, I, I like uh, the dime. Like people think that they could just run the joint when they're a fucking sitting in the audience, and he tears them a new asshole. Well, I see what he does on the fighters. Like when I go to your shows, and you're like, oh, so who so and so is here? I I think he ripped John Wood one time. Oh yeah, funny. John Wood. By the way, I'm doing a show. Mike Pyle is doing his first stand comedy Couture. show. Randy. Yeah, I saw Randy. And then I've been working on this Bellator sketch, which is good. It's going to come out pretty soon. Uh, I like working for them. And then I, I wrote fucking seven award show. I'm the only writer this year for the MMA awards, which is good and bad. It's good because... What does that mean? You have to write the whole show? Yeah. All, all the sketches. Just Did the you sketches. do Renato's too? What? Uh, Renato's? No, no, I'm not doing Renato's this time, but I'm doing the Did MMA you do his last time? No, no. That was... I, I got him booked to perform, but I, I didn't do his... Uh, He's like, <laughs> that was one of the most insane stand-up comedy. It was sets. quite long, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so pissed they didn't air it. Like, no, you yeah. can't get video of it. And I really, really? his Hebok uh, tuxedo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's frustrating though with the award show because they're like, "Hey, what's the name wants to do a sketch?" So then I spent all night, like till five in the morning, writing a sketch, a, a parody song for this person or a song, and then they're like, "Oh." They're not gonna. Be, they, they don't want to do it anymore. I'm just like that's happened a couple times. Can we so write far. a parody song. I want to do one. You want to do, do a one? music video? Yeah. Good. Let's do it. Nice. Fuck I, yeah. I, absolutely. Can we do it about my blender? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have to do about the blender, but that that always comes. To that mind. was really funny. Yeah, yeah. By the way, so we're gonna talk about the fights coming up. Talk about Bellator. We're gonna talk about it to a guy right now who fought on uh, who fought on uh, Saturday. Saturday. Who a lot of people thought he won. Uh, it was a close fight. I, I think it could have went either way. Um, I think that knockdown hurt him because it looked like he was more hurt than he was, even though he got hit in the shoulder. Uh, Aljamain now, let's call Aljamain Sterling. I like Aljamain a lot. He's a good kid. A really good kid, by the way. Um, he's very good looking, too. And then we'll talk about uh, a bunch of things. A lot of What was that? I said he's good looking. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? Where does he live? He lives in New York? In Long Island. Oh, fuck. Some offline. Fuck happened? Here. I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi. I got I got new Wi-Fi. Oh, you fucking kidding me? 
Well, while Adam's doing this, I'm just going to plug myself in for a Go minute on. while he's uh, taking taking his time to find Al Jermaine's phone number. Yes. Right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Um, so if you didn't know already, this is The Hurricane, Heather Joe Clark. And mm. I am actually going to be doing my own podcast as well. And um, it's going to be called Believe to Believe. And it's going to basically be me talking mostly with uh, female fighters, of course, and talking about... Uh, their times of perseverance. Basically, <clears throat> we're going to hear first firsthand stories um, of you know times where they felt that they wanted to quit or felt like they just couldn't do it anymore. And it doesn't have to just be for fighting. It could be you know um, relationships or um, anything, anything that just you know was was very trying and, and they got through it. And I want to hear those stories of how they got through it, why they got through it, and. Um, and yeah, so it's going to be a very inspiring and motivating podcast. Uh, definitely stay tuned. Speaking That's of which, cool, let's talk about your fight last time. You fought this girl. I feel like they just bring you in. Like they're, they're trying to make you as like, I wouldn't say a, a gatekeeper in some ways to girls right. that they're trying to make huge in the, in the UFC. They brought you to Poland, right? You yep. fought in England. Was yep. it England? It was, no, Holland. Holland. Mm-hmm. And you fought that girl who fought uh, Joanna, who yeah. had five rounds. Yeah. Carolina. Carolina. Great fight. Hey, thank you. Uh, oh, that fight or my fight? Your fight. Both fights were great. Thanks. Uh, you showed a ton of heart, and, and, and you hung in there, and you were always in the fight, but it just seems like they had a little bit of the striking advantage. And your last fight was against that Mexican girl. What's her name? Uh, Alexa Grasso, who's fighting this weekend. Alexa Grasso, who they were trying to make into a Mexican star, yeah. un- undefeated girl. Yeah. And both undefeated. They're both undefeated. And your eye was completely fucked. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I went for a shot. It was probably like the minute and a half into the first round. And uh, she threw a kick, and I kind of I blocked it, and then she threw again without anything before it. And I went in, and she kind of like, move my head um to the other side to kind of sprawl and as she was sprawling back my my orbital my right side hit her knee Mm. and i dropped so it hit me hard enough obviously to break it and then i I dropped and she kind of was like north south position kind of hit me a couple times didn't want to like circle to the back she just wanted to try to tko me thinking that i was you know hurt but i popped back up and uh she had a flurry back to the cage and i couldn't see and um, I just kept fighting. I was like, you know what? what I'm, not, I'm, I'm not one to quit, obviously. You've seen that. So I keep fighting. And then I go in the corner and I was like, hey, coach. Like, Coach Robert's there. And I said, I can't, I can't see. And he goes, shh, hold on, hold on. Maybe we'll come back. Don't, don't, don't talk so loud. And I was like, what do you mean? Shh, I can't fucking see. Now, when you said you couldn't see, like you saw a double. So triple? double and, and like some parts like down below, it was, it was like black. And then it was, it was just like really weird. Like I couldn't, I could not focus clearly at all uh, from my right eye and so he's like well don't look that direction and I was like okay and then uh, he's like well can you fight and I said I don't know and uh, you know at that time I thought shit he could he if he would have waved it off I probably would have been okay with it at that time I was thinking like I don't know if I can fight and then next thing I know he's standing up and walking out the cage and asking me like you're good I'm like, uh didn't even I don't know if I even said yes but he was out and I'm standing again and here we go, round two. And um, I know that I haven't watched the fight, but I remember it as like I let her kind of uh, put me on the cage and I'm thinking maybe, oh, we'll come back, he'll come back. Let me just defend a little bit because uh, I feel good on the cage. Like no one really holds me there. If I want to get now, off, I get off. Are you seeing three punches go at you at the same time? Dude, I'm not seeing anything. It's just like it's it's like I'm seeing her, but I'm not seeing her, you know? Like it's just – have you ever seen double – 
Like you, you, you know, you're like, and they're moving, so then you don't really see. And stuff. <laughs> there it is. Go on. <laughs> you don't really see very much because when they're moving and and you're seeing double, it's like now you're seeing just blurry. Now, it's are just you like thinking, go for the takedown holder. Um, I guess I was thinking, yeah, go for the takedown, and um, and I and I know I I got her down. I can't remember what round I got her down. Um, I think it might have been the first. I don't fuck. I should probably watch it. Anyway, at some point I decided I needed to fight. So I started fighting and, um, but I was really kind of like timid because I, I couldn't see. And I remember coming back to the, to the corner third round before third round and thinking, okay, just talking to him about what I could do. I still wasn't seeing clearly, but I'd accepted it. I was like, okay, I went out there in the third and I think she jabbed me and it like, rocked me like if she would have followed up i think i would have been done like i i don't i don't know i've never felt that in a fight she got me good i think it was a job and then uh i remember being timid going in and i'm hearing them like you gotta go you gotta go and i'm like i'm gonna get knocked out i just gotta fight like i don't i want to win this but shit what do i what do i do and i was hoping because i know that you have a really good right hand well, I, th- I think most people most fighters i talk to they they rely too much on their power you're the only one. You're one of like a few fighters where I'm like, no, no, no. You, you have it. more power than you think you have because I know that you rot, you hurt Rowdy Beck with your power. Uh, you've hurt a lot of girls with your power, but you don't sometimes throw that right. She was very aware of it, and so she backed up anytime I stepped forward. So it was really hard, and I needed to like back her up to the cage and then hit her. Probably was she the best girl you ever fought. But no, who's the best one you ever fought? <sighs> Carolina, probably. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I also learned a lot from that fight with Carolina. Like she elbowed the fuck out of me. I mean, my jaw was like so swollen and painful. How long did it take you to get back to giving head? Like, was it? I'm, I'm just saying. Um, so <laughs> go on. Yeah. So after that fight, uh, you know, I had an orbital surgery. She broke my orbital. I had had it broken before with Beck, even. So I needed to get surgery, and uh, that was not a fun surgery. But um, well, you look good. Thanks. You look good. You, you know, you're 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 healthy, and you're a fighter. I I, I you're very hard on yourself. Heather. Well, I wish. Lastly, on the end of this fight, I I think back now, and I'm like, you know what? I wish I would have been knocked out and tried, as opposed to being timid and no, not getting knocked no, out. Like I would have rather. Out. No, because, no, no. I'm not saying I wish I got knocked out. I wish I would have gone out trying. Is what I mean. As opposed to. No, I was timid. I was after that jab in the third. I was like going forward still, but not like I should have been. I should have been like doing what Misha did to freaking Holly in the fifth round of their title fight. I should have fucking done anything to get her down and and submit her. And I could have. I I know I had a better grappling game. I know I had a better wrestling game. If I would have just and this is something Robert Fallis said to me recently. I I saw him before I came out here, and he said, "You know, Heather, you." you just got to keep working your mentality because you could have won that fight. Like you're better skilled than these girls. You have that ability. Like I've seen, he's seen me in practice and he sees what I'm able and and willing to do. But he's like, you just come to the point where you're like, I can't, uh, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop fighting, but I'm also not trying to win so much, you know, like I'm just kind of hanging in there. Please leave your message. Uh, Not not fighting. So Aljamain Sterling, uh, not picking up. Um, I'll, I'll call him. I'm trying to call you. Text now. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's something that I need to work on. I need to keep talking with my sports psychologist. Have and, you been doing uh, that? I well, I did my whole last fight. I haven't really talked to him since. Has it helped? It helped. I thought it helped, but you know, it helped me keep 
like he said something that was really cool. He said, you know, you only have like a jar of energy to use all every day. Think of a mason jar, big mason jar. Okay. And at the end, when that jar is empty, you have no more energy. And so you can't use it to do whatever it is you need to do. And sometimes like if I sit there and I spend time fighting with, uh, somebody, you know, and I use that energy, then shit, how am I going to train the, the, in the evening or something because I literally I love that that's really great I, I need yeah. to fucking because I spend so that. much energy fighting with my dad or fighting yeah. with my friends or fighting with this person or audience. arguing the audience yeah <laughs> we're gonna talk about your sex life pretty soon Joe oh uh, man great you have no idea yeah, it's Heather it's been what a while you know, Heather you know Aljamain just said uh, he didn't pick up because it was private uh, but I'm going to uh, is there a way to not make a Skype private nope hey no Aljamain idea. Sterling hey how are you doing, man? Hello? Waking up. You, you're just waking up? It's three. It's, he said you're breaking up. Oh, I'm breaking up. Oh. Uh, breaking up. I'm breaking up? Okay, I'm going to try calling you back. Wait, and then we'll try to get a better connection. Okay. Oh, no, no. I was, I was asking if I was breaking up. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know we were dating. Um, but how are you doing, man? <laughs> What's going on? I'm doing all right, man. Just hanging out. I'm going to... My family, I told them I was going to take them out. Well, I told my little sisters and my mom I was going to take them out. And now they're holding me to it. So uh, I got a little obligation for tonight. Now, you have 19 brothers and sisters, correct? <laughs> yeah. No, he does. Are you serious? Yeah, 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 he really does. Wow. I thought that was a joke. No, no, he really has. So do you have to take out all 19 of them? No, 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 no. no. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm not making Conor McGregor money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm making the lower, lower class level money still, so... Uh, I'm trying to move, move my way up like the Jeffersons. Nice, nice. Well, listen, man. It was uh, I watched your fight on Saturday. I was rooting for you. Uh, it was a very close fight. It could have went either way, kind of like Heather Joe Clark. Um, but uh, it was it, it was a very, very, very close fight. Uh, did you think you won the fight? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's 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 be. I guess be honest here, man. I'm. I'm I judge fights based on effective striking, effective grappling, octagon control, and um, aggression is the last thing that they're supposed to score. So from that standpoint alone, you got one guy landing all the clean shots, and then you got the other guy swinging and missing, and any shot that does land is glancing off the shoulder, or it's being returned with an a answer. So if you're initiating the, the exchange, and then I counter back and then end that exchange with the leg kick, or the punch, in my mind, I'm winning, I'm winning those exchanges. I just, I don't know, man. It was really frustrating because I'm thinking I was being hesitant in the first and the second round. Not even being hesitant. I was being overly cautious because I knew how good of a counterpuncher Rafael Sunstow is. I mean, he, t- he hit TJ a lot harder and more frequently than he hit me in that fight, and I felt like I got away with more strikes than TJ was able to get away with. Whether it was different because TJ threw more punches than I threw kicks, I think it's the same exact fight, you know? It's just TJ threw more punches upstairs, I threw more punches at the body and at the, at the legs. I, I, it's just very hard for me to understand what the exact scoring criteria is in this sport. Because oh, changing I've too. never been in this situation. Whenever I do fight, I normally fight the same exact way, except at some point my opponent gets overly aggressive and I end up taking them down because they overcommit on the strikes. And then I end up finishing them. So in, in the last few fights, I didn't finish both of my opponents. But at the same time, I fought exactly the same. So in my mind, I'm winning, I'm winning the exchanges. I'm winning the fight. 
but obviously I didn't get the takedown. So you know, minus the takedowns, I still think I won. I don't know. I still think I won on the strikes. So it's just it's just weird, you know. You get the fan love when you're winning the fights and you're getting finishes. They they love you, and then when you're doing the same exact thing and you don't get the win, all of a sudden, oh, you need to work on this. Oh, you need to work on that. Oh, he wasn't doing this and he wasn't doing that. Oh, this guy shut him down. I'm like, really? Because in my mind, I did the same exact thing I've been doing my entire career. So it's kind of mind-blowing to me. I don't know. It's such a, it's, this sport still doesn't have its own scoring um, criteria down, down and set right. So it's a, it's a coin flip every single time guys go out there to fight. You really never know what the hell's going to happen unless you finish your opponent. And it's messed up when you get half your paycheck <laughs> yeah. for that. And you know what I mean? Sucks when you, it sucks when you get half the paycheck when you when you wholeheartedly think you won the fight. It, it really sucks. Yeah. So if you know, so man. let's say let's say it's Saturday night or Friday night and you know and and you know what you know now, what would you do differently? That third round is what I do as soon as that bell rings. Yeah, just f- come forward the whole time. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Come forward the whole time because apparently coming forward and not throwing any punches is a better scoring criteria than someone landing kicks and circling and using angles and footwork to get out of the way. It, it, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It, I don't know. It's like these judges obviously just didn't score leg kicks because if you check the strikes thrown and the strikes that were landed, I doubled him up and almost doubled him up in that first round alone. So... If people can say all they want, I didn't. I wasn't aggressive enough, or I didn't use my boxing enough. I, I should have threw more punches to make it more definitive. Yeah, you can say all that, but then then you got the Mayweathers of of the boxing world world who are doing the same exact thing, throwing the bare minimum, landing and scoring points, and you know what's scoring. In MMA, we don't know what's scoring. A leg kick doesn't weigh the same as much as a a punch that punches my shoulder. And, you know, it just it, it's just so mind blowing. When, and I'm watching this fight over. I'm just like, I just can't see how. The Cowboy fight, I can see how you could be like, oh, he had a minute and 30 seconds of control over me using footwork and landing one or two shots here and there for three and a half minutes. Okay, I can live with that. But this fight where the guy is doing absolutely nothing but walking forward and following me, I'm controlling the waltz. He's doing my dance. I'm making him follow where I want to go. I'm dictating where the fight is going, and he's trying to chase me, and I'm the one landing strikes. Backing out, using my... I'm, I'm thinking I'm cutting beautiful angles and he's missing, and I'm winning the fight. I'm, I don't know, man. It's, there's no scoring criteria. What, what, what counts and what doesn't count? I like to know... I like to talk to these judges before the fight. Hey, when we fight, what should I be looking for more of so I can know that I'm winning the goddamn fight? I don't know, man. It's, well, it sounds like really, you're really good at letting it go. Uh, um, so No, no. You know what, Aljamain? I, 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 have, I like this attitude because as a wrestling coach... You know, there are two types of kids that I coach. The kid that gets upset when he loses and fucking has a tantrum or whatever, and the kid that's indifferent. And I'll take the first kid any day of the week because that kid cares. So I like this. I like that it's getting to you. It shows that you really care, you know? Um, uh, it's hard, though. It's, it's hard. for I, I, I couldn't imagine because both the fights that you've lost, they could have given both of them to you. So it's got to be frustrating versus like getting dominated or getting knocked out. Yeah, you lost. Where now it's like, fuck, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's got to be hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's essentially what it really is. And if I have people getting, harping on me for going out and having a good time. Like I'm not human and I, 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 should, I should go home as soon as I lost the fight and soak in my tears and, and tell myself I'm a bad person. I'm a terrible well, fighter. Listen, you can't uh, listen I mean, to the, sorry. you can't listen to the fans. Yeah. You know, I mean. 
I mean, listen, just, listen to me, but but, but other <laughs> other fans, other fans, you can't let it get to you because they 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 you know they they haven't been there with you. They don't know you. They're not in practice every day. They're not doing three a days. They're, they weren't college wrestlers like you. They weren't high school stars like you. So why should they tell you what you should or should be doing? Yeah, no, I, you know, I entertain it only because that's who I am. I, I'm not type, the type of person someone talks shit to me and I kind of just back back down. And I don't get overly aggressive. I, I you know, I, I try to troll people back because I have a sense of humor. You know, if, if you're going to say something that makes sense or it's funny, I'm going to respond. But if you're going to just straight up talk shit, I'm just going to be like, all right, this guy could go, could go screw themselves and I, I'm not going to even bother giving them the time of day, you know. But some people, they make legitimate points and I feel like they're being sincere. So I give, I give, them, the time of, I give them the time of day. But, yeah, man, it's just, I care, man. I, I do care. I'm going back to the drum board, and I, we review the fight. And like I said, we took a tally of all the strikes thrown. The UFC, at the end of the fight, man, they posted a screenshot of the stats, and they said I threw 13 punches. It said I threw 13 punches. It said punches, 13. And in my mind, I'm like, I probably landed 13 punches in just that third round alone. Yeah, that's weird. So how is that? How how do those stats even make sense? So you got the you got the commentator Brian Stan, who's Rafael Sunsau's teammate. He's over here talking up everything Rafael Sunsau does. I block Rafael Sunsau's kick. I check it and I return it Thai style with a hard leg kick. I would like one of these judges to let me do that shit to them and tell me how that feels. And they let me know if that kick doesn't have any significant strike to it and see how they feel the next day when they're trying to walk. Rafael Sunset leg is shot right now. I damn near broke my foot trying to break his damn legs to throw in leg kicks. So, I, you know, I just don't know. Like, should I just abandon leg kicks altogether and just say, hey, I'm just going to box from now on because I don't know what scores more when certain judges are judging. I don't, I don't know. But I, I care, man. You know, I want to be the best in the world. I know I have all the tools in the world to do it. I'm always learning. I'm still young in this game, man. I started, I started this. I'm only like five years in. I started, I went pro in 2011. I took a year from, a sur- from surgery, shoulder surgery. And look how fast I progress. I mean, I feel like I show leaps and strides in every single fight, man. It's yeah, I think, very I think in some ways, you have somebody taking it away from you. I think, think in that, some ways you have too much talent. Up. I think you're almost, like, if you had less talent, you'd be, you, maybe you would be more aggressive. I don't know what it is, man. But, dude, you're right there, man. You're, you're in the top five in the world of what you do. You, you know, you're right there. Asuncio is, is, you know, right. Come on, don't, you know, let's, I, I hear you. No, no, I'm not, be, I'm, I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm just frustrated with the judging system in this sport. It just, it makes me, because now my back's against the wall. It just puts me in a weird position because these judges don't know what the hell they're doing, and it makes me look like I'm, I, I'm not as good as I am. And I'm not saying Raphael's not as good, but I think I definitely show who the better fighter was that night. And, I don't know how you scored the fight. I know you said you had me winning, but I don't know how you scored in terms of the leg kicks and the punches. But I feel when you're getting punched in the shoulder or glancing off your, 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 your arms while you're circling away, those strikes don't count. They don't count as the leg kick that's landing with the shin. They don't count with the jab that's, that's snapping your head back. I don't see how those punches can outweigh the output of what I did and what was landing compared to what he did. That's all I'm saying. And even after the fight, I had guys from his side saying, you know, they thought it was close, and they actually told them that they thought I won. They thought I won because, in my mind, deep down inside, I thought I won the fight. Do you, th- do you think that possibly? Him- do you think possibly like you were kind of taunting them a little bit, making faces, saying no? You think that might have worked against you a little bit? 
No, how how would that work against me? If anything, it should it should get Rafael to want to commit more because he's throwing kicks and I'm doing what we call a hollow out technique, where I slide my front my lead leg back a little bit, where the kick just whips away. And if anything, he just catches me with his toes, and that hurts massively to your opponent. No, I'm saying so with the when judges, I'm doing that, he's, right? But I'm saying, but the judges might go, "Oh, this guy's too cocky," or "We don't like this guy." Or, oh, 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 yes, 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 a hundred percent. And and this is my other issue. You got all these MMA article websites. I went on the line the next day and typed in my name and versus Rafael Santel. I'm reading the reviews from these MMA quote websites and journalists, and all they do is downplay how how bad I am and how my stand-up is lacking. So if my stand-up was bad and lacking, then what the hell was Rafael Santos who threw half as much as I threw? I just can't see how you can talk me down and talk him up. What did he do in that fight that makes you say, oh, he's one of the elite of the elites? You see what I'm saying? So it's almost, it's almost biased because when I first came into this game, oh, it's a, mini, it's a miniature John Jones. Oh, this kid is so good. His ceiling is so high because I'm winning fights and I'm finishing fights. I get a few fights that go to the decision, and all of a sudden, ah, oh, this kid's not that good. Ah, oh, his stand-up sucks. Yeah, but it wasn't, my stand-up didn't suck when I was finishing, guys. My stand-up didn't suck when I caught a guy from an inverted triangle on, off my back. My stand-up didn't suck when I almost decapitated Johnny Eduardo, who's another elite fighter. So it's like when I get finishes, it's okay. But as soon as the finish doesn't, the, the fight doesn't go my way in terms of me getting a finish, all of a sudden, all my other flaws that I have seem to stick out more than everything else. I have flaws. I never said I was the best fighter in the world. I said I'm confident in my skill set to beat people because at the end of the day, I lose in training. Sometimes I lose to amateur fighters and I get beat up. And guess what? I have my good days and I have my bad days, just like anybody else. And I never once ever said I'm the best in the boxing realm. I'm the best kickboxer. I think I'm one of the best grapplers in the world. I think I'm one of the best mixed martial artists because I put it together better than most guys do. And I think I understand the fight game a lot better than most guys do. At the end of the day, the object of fighting is to fight and to hit and not be hit. I feel like I do that better than most of these guys out there. And I, I, you can call me crazy and say, I'm, oh, I don't know how to take a loss the right way. Oh, I'm being a sore loser. But it's the truth. You can break down the fights. If you have any common sense, you can break down the fight and minute by minute and be like, who won this minute? Who won this minute? And then you can be like, all right, as the overall pitcher of this round, this guy is the guy who won this round. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, man, but it's, uh, I, think, I think these these journalists, I think the judges, they look at me different and they're biased towards me, man. They think, oh, he's a freak athlete. He has all these muscles. He should be able to do this, this, and this. But this other guy is staying in there. He's hanging in there. And... He's not landing anything, but since he's going forward for a little bit and not landing shit, you know, he's the more superior striker, even though he threw half as many punches and landed none of them to the face. I, that, that makes no sense to me. I, I don't know. No, you're all, listen, star, you're also a good dude. You came, and, you came and coached my wrestling team on your free time. Uh, you took in a homeless person and Gabe. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Venice Beach. Yeah, so that, you, you met CB in, in Venice Beach. You're, you're, uncle, you're a good person. Uncle Fucky, Uncle Fucky, Uncle Fucky. Is that is that Gabe, Uncle Fucky? Yeah, Gabe is Uncle Fucky. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no, Gabe will be here tomorrow. He, he's a he's a huge uh, fan of yours, uh, so he's a, he's a good dude. Nah, Gabe, Gabe, Gabe's cool, man. Yeah, I've never seen a skinny guy his size eat so much. <laughs> this guy is like every two hours. He's like, hey guys, you guys, you guys hungry? You guys hungry? That's probably because he's, like, probably because he's stoned the whole fucking time. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Now, uh, did uh, did it, is Al coming back? Al Iaquinta? 
I believe so, man. I know he wants to go up a weight class, so everything is just easier on his knee. I mean, man, the stuff we do to our body is so insanely ridiculous to try to fight at a lower weight class so that we could fight a guy who should be in our weight class and then put all the weight back on. It's, a, it's actually mind-blowing that we still do that and think like this this age. But he's in, uh, he's in Australia right now killing it, beating up kangaroos, uh, surfing some waves, and he's looking for jaws. Nice. And um, making some money teaching some seminars. How's uh, Chris Wyman doing? I haven't seen him yet since I got back. I got back yesterday morning. But um, I'm sure he's uh, training hard, getting ready for uh, Gegard Musasi up in uh, UFC Buffalo. Nice. And then how's the, uh, I got- how's, the, how's the girlfriend? She's doing well, man. Uh, things are going smooth right now. Things, we, we, we've been patching things up and... You know? Oh, pa- wait, patching things up. Oh, you, you guys were on a, a, a rough patch? What happened? Yeah, you know, it's, it's life, man. You go through those patches, you know. Uh, you know, you got a, you got a hot tamale like her, and you got a, a young stud muffin like myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you go through a little, a little patch, you know. Nice, but, uh, nice. Working things out, things are good. Nice. Doing the real estate thing, you know, killing it. Nice. Trying to make my money work for me, so when I'm done with the sport, I'm not uh, old and crippled and miserable and without any dollars to my name. I hear you, man. Well, listen, Al, thank you very much for coming on the show. Can't wait for your next fight. Whenever it is, uh, I will always be rooting for you, and uh, take care, man. I got I to gotta ask you something before I go. Sure. Um, what, what, what your honest, honest take on the fight? I, I, don't, know, I don't know if you rewatched the fight, but... Um, your honest opinion of what was happening. Like, what do you, who do you think was controlling the fight? Who do you think was landing the more effective strikes? I, I, not because I'm on the phone. I, if you say it's him, it's him. But I, I just want to know what you're Honestly, here's, here's, honest, I'll tell you honestly. I thought you won the fight. I thought you won round one and three. I thought round two, even though the knockdown was to your shoulder, they were going to count that as a knockdown. Even though... Yep. Uh, just because, you know, look, it was a knockdown. I... I, I wasn't surprised the judges gave him the fight. Even though I thought you won, I, I for some reason I thought you were going to get robbed because I, I don't know. It, it it just it was like a I've, I've watched so many MMA fights where I know where the, for some reason I kind of know what the judges are looking at versus I know what they should be looking at in, in some ways, you know. Uh, because my little brother texted me, he got he goes hey I think Al he goes Al won that. I go, yes, I think he won, but I wouldn't be surprised if the judges gave it to him. I don't know why. Uh, that, that was my honest take on it. I, th- I thought you won. I didn't think it was the worst robbery I've ever seen in fighting, but I thought you won. Uh, I just wish you had hurt him more. You know what I'm saying? Like you landed more punches. You landed more punches, but I, I wish you would have like taken him out more. Yeah. I, was, I guess I was trying to be too smooth. Um, I guess making making opponents miss doesn't weigh as much as I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got. I, I, <laughs> now, now, now I feel bad. Now you're making me. Why? Yeah. Now you're making me feel bad. I. You know. But, no, no. I don't want. No. That, that, I wasn't trying to make you feel bad. I'm just gonna. I just want to watch the fight one more time, and I'm gonna actually do a stat count, and I'm gonna do the breakdown because I just want people to, to understand where I'm coming from, where my head is at. And, again, nothing against Rafael Sunsa. I think he showed up. He did the best he could do. And you got two counter-strikers. That's what happens. You guys kind of negate each other. And uh, nobody wants to take the fight to the ground. I was 
I was dead set on standing up and fighting because I was tired of all the criticism. People tell me, oh, I can't take a punch. Oh, I'm afraid to get into a dogfight. Oh, I'm afraid to exchange with guys. I'm like, you guys are just stupid. Why would you want to get into those kind of fights when you do not have to? And that's always been my mindset in the sport. I'm like, I'm the least hit guy in this division because of a reason. I want to be. If you want to be the most hit the guy in the division and think that's the most exciting way to fight, great, that's cool. I guarantee your brain looks like freaking macaroni and mush by the time you're done fighting in the sport. So kudos to you for that. I, ho I hope you feel better about your life in, in about 10, 15 years when CTE catches up with you. But um, it is what it is. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's the, the cold-blooded truth, man. I fight the way I fight because... I feel like the art of fighting is to hit and not be hit. And anybody who disagrees with that, I think uh, you've never been in an MMA octagon to know what it feels like to get punched with one of those with, with one of those little gloves. But that's just my take, my two cents. No, I totally agree, man. And uh, watch it one more time, and then don't watch it ever again because uh, I <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you. I hit think I feel great. I think I feel great. I don't know. I, I thought I felt great. I can't be mad at myself. You did fight great. You fought great. You fought one of the best guys in the world, and you won. Uh, you arguably won in most people's eyes, but you, you can't you – don't – you know, you're right there. You are right there. So, you know, relax. Hang out. You know, bang your beautiful wife, your <laughs> girlfriend. Have fun. Take your 35 siblings to lunch. And, uh, yeah. and I will, I'll, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. You guys have a good one, man. Thank have you. Have fun, too. and uh, I wish I got to get some of that good old Denver before I left. I didn't get to enjoy the Denver stuff, but uh, <laughs> next time. All right. Thanks, yeah, brother. Denver stuff. I'll talk to you soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Aljamain. All right. That was, that was Aljamain Sterling. Uh, Heather, what do you think? Um, I, I watched that fight, actually. I was packing and stuff. Um, during that, but I came downstairs and I watched it, and I thought it was a really good fight. It was really entertaining. Um, I kind of have to agree with you. Like, it's just, it sucks the way the I mean, the judges is, is ridiculous. And like, my first pro fight um, was kind of like that. Like, I, I lost a decision I thought I'd won, and, and then I was like, okay, I can't leave it to the judges anymore. I finished my my next five fights, and then it, you know the competition started getting harder, and it gets harder. Like when you. There, they both are respected. They kept, like, I think Joe Rogan kept saying that about his fight. Like, it just, they respected each other so much that they kind of, like, hesitated both. Um, and it happens. You Do you know? understand what, where, what he's going through right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. TV? I actually just wanted to ask, like, as, as a fighter, is there a point? Because he, he was very strong in his convictions about his performance. And I agree with him. He, was, he had more action, all, all of the above. But yeah, he landed more. Do you think sometimes fighters, like if you're in a fight and you go to a decision, do you think sometimes there's like a thought of like, I did more and then later you go back and you're like, yeah, I probably actually did lose that fight. Like you think because it's yourself, you're like, I think I won even though. Mm, everyone, well, of course you're biased and just like you're always biased for the person that you want to win as well. You're going to see what they're doing more or like your friend or whatever is always, I think there's just. I don't know. And, and like you said, there are punches that he landed more significant. So meaning he hit the head of the guy more, whereas like um, Rafael was was doing um, hitting his shoulder and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, of course, you're not you're going to see what you want to see. I think that's just that's just the nature of, of humans. But um, it is it's I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking if there's a fight. There was a fight. um that 
I thought I won. I, I mean, I don't even want to say which fight it was because it will just create a whole nother spin of more shit, please, her. <laughs> um, maybe. Yep. So, I mean, it was, you know, a split decision. I broke my arm in the fight and, like, went and fought for eight minutes with a broken radius, which I do have a plate in now. Um, so it's like, you know, uh, I watched that fight and I was like, yeah, I, I thought I won. So, but. Do you think that the taunting, I think the taunting hurt him. I honestly do. I think the judges. Like you get certain judges that don't like that they they think it's bad sportsmanship or whatever it is, like the and, Diaz brothers and the Diaz brothers, and they end up giving the other guy the round based on the attitude of the fighter, which is bullshit. Because I mean, taunting like maybe he was I think he was taunting to try to get the guy out of his game plan. It was an effective way of fi- or he was trying to be effective with it. It wasn't like he was taunting like just being a dick. He was actually trying to get the guy angry. But judges sometimes are you know get these like pure Christian judges. Oh, I don't like that black guy's attitude, or, you know, or whatever it is. I don't know. Or, I wouldn't see. I know? wouldn't even think that that would be mm-hmm. part of it. But that's you know I don't know. I, the judges. I've never really sat down and talked to the judges. I I'm cool with the refs. Like I'll sit there and talk to you know John McCarthy. Or, no, I have not. Go on. <laughs> I'm saying I'm I've talked to them like John McCarthy, Herb Dean. Like I've had conversations with these guys. These are they're to me they're amazing because they they know the sport so well. And so I'll talk to them about my fights and hear what they you know Herb actually uh, refed one of my fights in Oklahoma, like in a small women's all girls show. Uh, Was that hook and shoot? No. Oh. Uh, shit, what was the name of it? It was a real thing. Hook and shoot. Um, <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but yeah, I put the girl to sleep. Nice. And you- Herb was my was my my ref, and so he always remembered me after that. And I was like, I kind of blown away that he he remembered who I was after that. I love putting girls to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you by, the, by the way, uh, yeah, he, he actually kills them. <laughs> they never actually wake How up. Fuck, did I get added into this? <laughs> and who are you to talk shit to me? Yeah, by the way, how's right there, man? How's right Tinder? there? By the way, how's quickly? How's your dating life going? Oh man, I sort of put it on hold, but you know, I did take that girl to your show. Oh, she was hot. I know, right? Well, I know I saw her a couple times after that. She loved you, by the way. She thought you were hilarious. Thank you. Even though she doesn't really speak English that well. Go on. Um, so I, I talked to her. We haven't done anything yet. We oh, haven't done anything. Wow. Only because I like her. She doesn't understand fucking so, English. Have you sent her any dick pics or no? No, no, no. But okay. she, you know, she jerked Liar. me off, but it's no big deal. So, But this is the thing. I asked. Wait, that is doing something with her. Well, I mean, not like, you know, intercourse. Okay, but she jerked you off? Yeah, but where? that's not important. <laughs> All right, cool. I know, I Welcome mean, to I, MMA Roasted Heather. But, but like, but like, where, but like where did surprised. you take her that you got a handjob? My apartment. Oh, nice. Were your parents home? No. <laughs> Go on. Your dad no. was watching through a peephole in the wall? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> His dad was coaching her. That was right. a he possibility. Was All right, go on. So I asked her. I, you know, I always like to ask girls like what they're into, like what kind of freaky stuff are they. It's sort of like you, you know, you're like my inspiration for <laughs> this. This is opening oh, line. Oh so it's so weird. She said, this is kind of scared me a little bit. She said that she's really into like, um, what's it called, foreplay? And like fantasies, but she like she says she likes rape fantasies. Role playing? Wait, role play? Not rape play. fantasies. Wait, okay. Yeah, First of all, role like play is like though. making like out and like yeah, yeah. that type. Of, are you talking about role playing? Yeah, yeah, role playing. Yeah, not foreplay. Foreplay is like like going up a girl's shirt and stuff, like uh, <laughs> oh uh, kissing them, maybe maybe some finger banging. We are back. So all right, so she's the role playing. Yeah, but she says she her number one is she wants to be raped. Right. Well, introduce her to CB. <laughs> So, no, because I have a staying out right. of jail fantasy. Oh, no, that's just my joke. All right, go on. So, wait, what happened? 
so that was I kind of worried me. I'm like, all right, what else do you like? And she says she likes like the the brother sister fantasy. I was like, all what? right, that's that's pretty hot. Well, Heather, you're not into this stuff. All right, so what do you mean? What, Heather, why? Yeah, what do you mean, brother sister? Like she she watches brother sister. Like more? she wants to foreplay. She wants to foreplay. Yeah, she wants to foreplay as me Wait, as her role play me yeah. as her brother, and yeah. she's a sister, and she wants me to break in, in the middle of the night and like finger bang her and like put a, some chloroform over her head. Put her to, so, I don't know something <gasps> Wait, crazy. This is like a mult. This is like rape brother sister fucking like. I, I, I wait. She asked you to do this. Yeah, that's, she said that's the kind of stuff she likes, and I'll, I don't know if I should. It's kind of creepy wait, wait, you to be honest. Her on Tinder, uh, I think OK Cupid. You're on OK Cupid now. I'm on all of them, dog. Fucking everything. All right, dude. go on. All right, so Heather, what's, what's your advice on this? Is that weird? Do you think? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother, sister. I never had a girl that was into that. That's that. That, that is strange. I, I had girls that had rape fantasies, which is annoying because uh, you don't know, like. I had a girl like hold me down and choke me. I'm just like, where she wanted sign, to rape you? Sign a waiver, please. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. You no, know, I had a girl one time that told me she was into rape fantasies, and there were and she started yelling rape, and there were people in the other. I'm like, Shut. I swear, it was like in I forgot. I think it was in like somewhere, but it was on the road. I'm like, hey, listen, you, you got to stop because people are gonna think I'm raping you, and that that's not you know. She's like, I don't care. I do this all the time. I'm like, no, no, no. Listen, this, <laughs> this real. No I swear, way. I swear, this girl was into that kind of shit, and she was yelling rape. No, kind of, exactly. not really. But so. she did maybe. Yell. She might. Be, she maybe was yelling, but she wasn't yelling. Really. I just like end up jerking off in the corner of the room because I'm like, you know, what? <laughs> I, 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 I can't do this. I end up raping myself. All but right, the brother and sister one is kind of too no, strange. That's, that is very strange. Yeah, I think it's kind of hot to be honest. Why? Do you ever give a sister? Oh, I have two sisters. Oh but no! And why do you think this is hot? <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wife. Right now. I think I'm gonna get up. It's so <laughs> taboo. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's terrible, Joe. You got to no. you got to get back to normal. This is what happens when you're 20 years old right now. It's just too much porn. Yeah. Too much this. Too much free freedom. This is this is this is why they all hate that's us. True. You know what? what? Speaking what of that. Is. Oh, no. Yesterday I popped my porn star cherry. What do you oh, mean? You banged the, the porn star? What do you mean? You banged the porn star? He no, watched. I mean I, I seen a porn star in person at oh. the Haha ha Cafe. That's not popping a for porn the first that's not time. Popping your cherry. That means you <laughs> fucked. Popping your cherry means you fucked her. Well, I mean I saw a first porn star in real life. That's so. not popping a cherry. Listen, you you gotta get you gotta go to the Urban Dictionary and study it, okay? Because or it's just a regular dictionary. How have you not seen a porn star yet? Yeah, I know. You go How to many Ralph. times have you been? They have the that porn star karaoke. Yeah, that, I'm I too young for that. Burbank. You took me to that? I think no. I took you that. No? I took Juliana to that. All right. So uh, anyway. All right. Well, wow. all right. Well, th- th- that was the Joe minute. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back. That's to all the we're giving him now. Yes. Yeah, too much to process. So Juliana Pena uh, versus um, Sh- Sh- Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, Valentina wow. Shevchenko. My thoughts on this fight are, look, I thought Juliana was doing very well. People are like, people, people hate Juliana. The, oh, yeah. I didn't realize how much Twitter really? and, and the underground they don't like her attitude. She says things. She gets a lot of hate. And Why did she get hate? What did she say? She's just like, I'm going to put her, beat her into oblivion. She's, and been, yeah, calling out, she's been calling out Rhonda for years, talking shit about like... Okay, but that's how you and... get fights. Have we not seen this uh, with Conor McGregor and anybody that wants for a fight? For some reason, guys don't seem to like it as much. The fans, when girls do it, and I, I, I think it's wrong. I, I don't totally... think she's doing anything out of out of uh, like it's it's not she's not she's not offending anyone in like a wrong way. She's talking about their fighting. She's not going on and saying talking about them as a person. Or I don't see any of that. Like maybe Ronda a little bit, but one, that's hard not. One thousand percent. I'm just telling you the the view. To why I think she gets ridiculous. so much. I, th- I think one of the things she said that wasn't like good at all that could be misconstrued was when she was saying, you know, everybody, I'm getting passed over so many times for title shots. If I don't get a title shot, I'm leaving the UFC. 
So who who got her on her for that? Uh, well, a lot of the a lot of the fans. Of you know like, what? That's how be, you get title shots support, now. And... They should support her because I, look, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm just telling you that it seems like she gets a lot of hate, and and knowing her personally. I will say Juliana is a really sweet, I cool, like nice, loyal person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has her issues, like beating up bouncers and stuff. Okay, <laughs> uh, maybe alcohol isn't her friend, but she is. She's cool as shit. Yeah, and uh, I think that first round, I didn't give her the first round. The judges did. They gave it to her ten. Two of the three judges gave her ten nine. Second round, she was dominating. She just got caught with 15 seconds left. Yep. I don't think people were like she got outclassed. She got this. She got that. I don't think if people hated if people didn't hate her as much, they would not be saying that. I think they're maybe saying that because she got submitted by by a, a, someone who's known to be a striker. Yes. We're not going to say she's not because look what she did to Holly. She took her down. She did stuff. You know, she's she's obviously a well rounded. I mean, that girl you can tell is, a, is serious, and she's you know trains like a maniac. Like I've heard, like, who, I don't know, maybe I was heard when I was watching the fight that like her camps are like. Her, like the gym is her camp it's not like yeah. there's anyone else like that she's got a coach there all the time like making sure she's doing you know what I mean like I don't I've never had that kind of attention like can you imagine what you could develop uh, with something like that so and you get a girl like her who's just super athletic super determined of course her jujitsu's like and that's an arm bar like you know we something that probably she learned the beginning of her career so she's been working on it you know yeah it's not like she got her with some like fancy choke or like ezekiel choke from the bottom or whatever i mean it was i talked to joanna about it she's she's in good she's bummed she she was bummed at first but she's i I, like made her laugh i told her she should just act like she won and (laughs) and and then be like thank you i carry for my title shot just go completely fucking insane i was giving her some really bad advice (laughs) yeah that's what i was thinking but i uh, i like her a lot and i told her to stay ready because this girl could get hurt yeah and they're gonna need to give her and then she's the next in line for the title shot right uh, so look at that with Misha, you know, like with Kat Zagano got hurt, and there was Misha uh, to do the Ultimate Fighter. Yes, exactly. Look at you with your women's history MMA. I like it. Now uh, I'll tell you who I was really impressed with was Masvidal. Yeah, and I think that like the Jake Ellenberg. You know, people are cursed. Like once they fight, like once people fight Frankie Edgar, it seems like your career goes to shit. Like <laughs> uh, like, pe- like BJ Penn fought him. What? Never the same fighter. Gray Maynard, never the same fighter. Uh, who are some other guys that were never? Uriah Faber, I think, lost his, la- his next fight after Frankie. Frankie's just one of these dudes that ruined I don't know. People. Cub Swanson's done really well. But he lost to Holloway after Frankie. So, like, the fight after you fight Frankie is usually, like, you end up losing it. He, he, takes, he takes your soul. <laughs> I think the opposite is with Jake Ellenberger. Because you fight Jake, Robbie fights Jake, he f- becomes a champion. Uh, and then... Wonderboy fights Jake, and then he ends up fighting for the championship, a draw against Woodley. Now Masvidal fights Jake, and, and he, he's Cowboy. looking better than it beats Cowboy. It's the opposite of what <laughs> happens with Frankie Edgar is to Jake Ellenberger. It's like the effect. Phil Davis syndrome. What, what do you mean? Like when guys used to get beat by Phil Davis, then their career skyrocketed. Like Gustafson was one of them. Oh, yeah. He got beat early, and then just skyrocketed. I think uh, Tim Boat started doing a lot better, and... It's a lot of guys like that, but it's like that, that movie Good Luck Chuck or whatever, which yeah, I never, I never you saw. Have sex but you, with him, and then you, you try to hook up with him, and then you find your husband. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Masvidal, I didn't see that coming. It seems like I did. He even said I'm. I, I was in Cowboy's head. Yeah. It seems like the guys that that. Uh, and I'm not saying like anybody could just fucking talk to the Cowboy and beat him, but the guys who who like Nate Diaz, 
uh, Masvidal, the guys, the really alpha male aggressive guys that come forward, uh, end up somehow getting they out cowboy cowboy. Well, he's I. I'm not going to say a lot here, but I'll say this. You trained with him? Well, I trained with him for, for four and a half years, and he's a good guy. You know, he's helped out uh, Diego a lot, who I'm still really close with, my ex. and um, Ex-husband? Yes. Yes. And, Diego uh, Brandau. Diego Brandau, yep. Go he on. just won his last fight. I saw that, that elevator armbar. Oh, that was nice. We're in Reebok. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's... So I've known. I watched. I, I'm, I'm super impressed by his skill. His, but there's something I've noticed is is it's like his mindset. It's either there or not because the skill. He has a skill really to beat anybody, and I, and that's something that I'm. You know, I feel like I'm similar. I'm not saying I can beat everybody, but I have the skill set to beat people that I've lost to. And then it comes down to that mentality. And you know, being in his home uh, in Denver, and you know that puts added pressure. And and all the just like even if even if you think about that back to that that jar of energy. So here's Cowboy training for a fight in his hometown. He's going to train hard. He's going to train, probably overtrain. He's going to train extra. He's going to have this added pressure. I need to train harder. I can't lose in my hometown. And you're actually hurting your psyche when you're doing that, when you're putting that added pressure because it's you're, you're basically taking the event and making it bigger than it is. Yeah. So that's like, the opposite of what you want to do. And I'm not saying he did that, but I'm saying that's a possibility. That happens with a shows lot of too, people. comedy. I mean, you know, like, like I'll do a show in front of 10 people and it'll be the greatest show I've ever done. But then sometimes I'll do a huge show and then one joke bombs and then you start going, oh, fuck. I just yeah. bom- and I just bombed in front of my friends. Yeah. They're going to think I suck. There's my ex-girlfriend in the crowd. She <laughs> moved on. She's probably thinking I did better than me. There's my old agent. He's going to drop me. I just- and then all of a sudden, I just lost $10,000 here. I just lost that money. And the next thing you know, you're not even in the fucking room anymore. Yeah. You're in your head. It happens at auditions. Oh, man, auditions. You like... People are like, how do you make strangers laugh every night? But then you get in front of a room in front of three people. I'm like, because it's not my lines. I didn't write it. And then you start you start overthinking it. And then you start doing way too overtraining. Yeah, the You're not relaxed. It's not about how good you said the line most of the time. It's fucking if you have the right hair color, if you have the right, if you're the right height, the that's, right size. That's true to a, that's true to a certain point. But, like then sudden, but then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden, there's five people with the right hair color and the right this and the right that, and then it's who delivered the lines the best or who was the best actor? No. Who's the best actor in the room? So that's really a lot of it. But you're right. I disagree. There's other factors involved as well. Way more. Separate. If you watch TV and there's a lot of shitty actors, so it really has nothing to do with your skill. Uh, I disagree with that, okay. but okay, that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> Welcome to the acting podcast, Adam and uh, Heather Joe Clark, HJC. Now, um, I, I think with uh, Cowboy and, and Masvidal, and I said this last week, Cowboy's a little bit of a slow starter. I said if Masvidal comes out like he did against Jake, and we haven't seen a Masvidal before the Jake Ellenberger fight, Masvidal has been a very good fighter, but he was never one that like he didn't really get finishes, was a lot of decisions, some splits here and there. And I said, if he comes out against Cowboy and he rushes him and he just starts throwing the way that he's been saying he's going to in interviews, he's going to beat him. Did I expect him to beat him the way he did? No. In my opinion, they could have stopped it at the end of the first. Because when Cowboy sat down on that stool and he's looking at Greg's like, look at me, look at me. And he's fucking looking around like, where the hell am I? And I like what Greg Jackson says. Yeah, yeah. He says, you've been dropped. 
like every fight. Yeah, <laughs> every fucking fight. He's like, you've been dropped before, and then he go, he pauses and he goes, like every fight. Yeah, Greg would be great, like as the head of security for like the country. All right, they just dropped the bomb on us. No worries. Okay, <laughs> find your waterfall. It, it's all good. Breathe. We also have money. Uh, every, you know, we're all gonna live. Uh, he he yeah. is the most calm yeah, yeah, yeah. human being I have ever seen in my life. It's like when I broke my arm fighting Felice and, and John Dotson comes over to me and he goes, all right. He goes, I go, I broke my arm. He goes, all right, we'll deal with that later. Now I want you to go out there and hit her with it. I was like, <laughs> yes, sir. That's, I swear well, to God, was like what, what, ja- to what Jackson told GSP. GSP went back to the corner yeah, a while ago. Groin. I, like, I broke, I think I tore my groin. He goes, I don't care, George, hit him with your groin. That, that yeah. was funny. But did you hear uh, on the op- opposite side of calm coaching, Dwayne Ludwig, like every time that in between rounds, he's standing there like, you better fucking throw the right, motherfucker. That's what I like, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like where did that come from? He's yeah, like the, the nicest, quietest guy normally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, also on the card, like we said what was going to happen, uh, Andre Arlovsky got Ooh, murdered. scary dude, now, Francis. I mean, yeah, that guy's huge. I have never been more, less confident than a number like five guy fighting a number eleven guy. I mean, it was a neg- it was like a minus four hundred odds, but they got to stop with this. Like UFC knew that was going to happen. Everyone, no, I could have bet my house on that. I don't even have a house. I could have bet someone else's house, <laughs> but it was ridiculous. It was a stepping I mean, stone fight. It was, and he hit him. He accidentally knocked him out. He even hit him with the right punch. It was like he, it was, yeah. a, it was it like was, half yeah, a punch. Yeah, yeah. He like half yawned half halfway yeah. through <laughs> and hit him with his arm. And but we got to we got to stop that. This Arlovsky. Look, you're a great fighter. Go to Ryzen, fight Vanderlei or something. But like, let's. Vanderlei fighting in Ryzen? Yeah. What? No. No. He's uh, actually fighting Chael and Bellator this summer. Is he? That's that's, that's a rumor. That's what's going around. So I think Arlovski needs to just call it. Yeah, uh, no because more. it's just no a, more, dude. How many times do we want to see what this? About he had Overeem's fighting again, isn't he? He's fighting Mark Hunt. UFC again. 209. Overeem, I know. He just and, got knocked out. And then Hunt's gonna have like three lawyers in his corner uh, <laughs> to, uh, to, to fight over. I, yeah, that's and a Usada person. I think he might beat Mark Hunt. I mean, he might beat Overeem. I, I, I think definitely Hunt, think, I think he's Hunt, gonna beat Overeem. I don't know. Wait, who won the first one? It Over was Hunt, even right? Hunt? Didn't they win? Didn't they fight? Before? Did they fight in K one? Maybe not. I don't know. Didn't if they, they fight? In MMA. Isn't this the second one? I don't know, but I I don't know who wins this fight because Over Hunt looks so bad against Brock Lesnar, but that's Brock Lesnar's wrestling, and roided to the you know juice to the gill Brock Lesnar, but you know it might be one of those fights where Overeem you know hurts him early, goes in for the kill, and then just gets caught, uh, knocked uh, out. Mark Hunt lost by Americana in Dream back in 2008. To? To uh, Overeem. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, this is an interesting fight. Uh, but yeah, Arlovsky needs to quit. Yeah. It's, I, it's time. I agree. And uh, I was happy for Sam Alvey. That he is the weirdest yeah. fighter I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he, he has, I mean, yeah, I, I look at him and I, I feel ripped. That, like, he just has that dad bod. It's awesome. Uh, his, his, it was weird. His, his wife came in with brown hair. Was, normally, his wife has red hair. Purple. Yeah, or yeah. purple. Or purple. They were uh, in my, he was on the Mexico card. Really? They're nice people, right? They're very nice. Uh, but Alvi, you got to give him credit. Even There's a guy who, if he didn't have that personality... I think people would not like to watch him fight. Although he does get knockouts, but he's just a weird fighter. But because he's just like goofy redhead who smiles all the time, and he puts a uh, you know a, a the back face. of a happy face in the back of his hair, and he's got a, a wife that was on top model who also has red hair. You end up like you just love Sam Alvey for some reason. There's something very endearing. Who about did he call Sam out Alvey? after his fight? He called out some fighter. Was he like he called out the guy fighting Rashad Evans? 
Dan Kelly. Dan Kelly, who's like a 40-year-old <laughs> Olympian, two-time Olympian from uh, judo. Is that a smart call-out? Don't you want to call somebody in like the top like two? You know, I mean, it's a smart call-out if they fight in Australia because right. the guy's going to headline probably the Australia card or be one of the top two or three. Mm-hmm. It's not a small call-out for Albany. Because no one knows who Dan Judo is in Albany or even Sam Alvey. It's a, it's a weird call out. Mm-hmm. But it's also not really a. I mean, what's he ranked? Is he even ranked Dan Kelly? Dan Kelly, he might have just cracked top 15. It, it's, it is a strange call out. Yeah. You know, I, lo- I love it when guys call out the champs and they're like not ranked. Those, yeah. are, my fa- those <laughs> are my favorite call outs. There's nothing to lose call outs. Right. Did you feel like Alvey was a little tentative though? Because he seemed like he got Marquardt against the fence a few times and had perfect range to that heavy left, and he just kind of like let him circle and, and just started over. It seemed a little bit weird for him. I, I think he also, after the fight, he goes, this is one of the, a legend of the sport. I think he really respected, um, and I think he saw what Marquardt did to Tandon and was like, yeah. listen, this guy still has a ridiculous power and can still knock you out. And then people so, were saying Marquardt looked one of the worst performances of his career. And I think Sam Alvey just does that to people. Like, who's ever looked good against Sam Alvey other than uh, Derek Brunson, who just yeah. went in there and just even ran. Elias right. like didn't he uh, was it was a he's weird just strange fight. because he's a counterpuncher but he's goofy and, and then he could hurt you <laughs> Elias or Sam both both Sam's yeah. Sam's just a goofy fighter but he it's effective I mean he was starching dudes like a few fights ago just one punch it was just like, people were oh. underestimating his power and also that other guy uh, the rapper the black belt rapper. He's in Bellator now. You know what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, I don't the guy, the guy who Sam knocked out. You know what I'm talking about. The black belt. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. He has. He did a rap album with Spencer Pratt. You know, no retreat. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, he I just, know what you're talking. He just I fought the guy dating the porn the star and fucking whatever. Anyway, that guy is like always gonna end up. He fights so dumb that guy, but he, he's a good fighter. But he just doesn't fight smart. I oh, mean, Kevin Casey. Kevin Casey. Yeah. I'm like the rapper is not helping me. Is Kevin Casey, a rapper. Yeah. Oh. I talked to him. He said he has he has new new music coming out too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really does. I didn't watch his last fight with um, Keith. Keith. It was a good fight. I thought Kevin got robbed. Uh, a lot of people thought Kevin got robbed. Okay. He beat the, he. Keith did not look good after that fight. Uh, back at the hotel, he looked beat up. His face was jacked. Yeah, but he gets to bang uh, Aniston, Nicole Aniston. So like, that dude has fucked every dirty. Orange County chick. Who? Keith. Oh. Oh, my Barry. God. Keith Berry. I mean, I... Who's he with now? He, Nicole Aniston, who's, who's a, is this a hot porn star. Oh, yeah. I mean, beautiful. And seems cool, but... And a big weed smoker, but fit. But, uh, yeah, Keith Berry, that dude's dick should be like, you know... They should do like a, you know how they have they should have a fucking Muslim band they should have a fucking Keith Berry dick band because that thing has more diseases on it. Oh god, uh, I, I, I don't know if it does, but it, I'm sure. Anyway, anyway, so uh, by the way, Jake Ellenberger today is helping me coach wrestling. Oh, he's sweet. coming with me nice. to Paul Revere Middle School. Are there any fences? Well, oh, for, yeah, yeah, that's funny. I know they're all gonna Google him afterwards and see his fucking. But uh, so it's funny though. Like so, uh, on on Monday uh, we had practice and. The, the other coach doesn't didn't show up. He couldn't make it. So of course I gotta run practice with twenty kids, you know, and I'm tired. But whatever. Twenty uh, kids. Twenty kids. You want to come help coach team today? But don't you already have Jake? You can come too. What are you doing? I'm not sure. We have a girl on the team. <laughs> well, if not today. I'll come another day. It's the last practice of the year. Oh, really? Yeah, we have our tournament Saturday. Is it really? It's the last practice. Yeah. Fuck. You coming? No, I can't. Why? I'm getting tattooed. What time? Oh, I, I got four fucking. I've what time's done, the thing? I've it's done three fifteen. Three sessions in the last 
four days, I got my last session. Oh yeah, today. you got you got more color on you. Right? Yeah, I'm redoing my whole arm. We got to do the inside and the back today. By the way, Heather, if you don't know, CB has six Conor McGregor tattoos. I do. Uh, yes. What, what do you think of Conor's interview? Did you watch I it? I haven't. So they just released the the footage of the whole thing. And you didn't order it. It was on the same time as the fucking fights. You have more than one TV. Not at my parents' house. I can't fucking do it at the same time. I can't believe the guy with six tattoos did I wanted to. I, I wanted to see the whole thing. They just released the whole thing last night or this morning. I'm like, what? I'm going to watch the whole thing. <laughs> what? I'm going to watch little... the whole thing. In I heard he entirety. said, fuck the UFC, fuck WWE. That was on Instagram. No, fuck. not fuck. He said, fuck the pussies in the WWE. But and, and people can tell me, oh, this is a fucking given. But Conor McGregor, WrestleMania 33 this year. He'll be there. You know that for a fact? I'm pretty certain. Do you have his fight number? No. no. I wish. He's not fighting McGregor. I mean, he's not Mayweather. fighting Mayweather. That'd, that'd I don't, a... People are telling me now, the more people I talk to are saying it's going to happen. If it does, he said it's the end of this year or early next year, not before. He's going to get murked. But then I'm like, yeah. you know what? McGregor, Mayweather will be 41. I still think he'll get murked. Dana's not happy. At the same time, look, if he loses... So what? He lost a... Yeah, it's not right, a big right, deal right, right, if you right. go to somebody you know, else's money. You know, if he gets $15 million, he's, he's like, he's set, not only set for life, his whole family's set. He's already set. So who's going to win, Chris Brown or Soldier Boy? Chris Brown's going to kill him. Yeah. Chris Brown's really boxed before. Oh. Soldier Boy's going to get killed. It's gonna wait, be, wait, which one's working? Soldier Boy's working with Tyson? Chris Brown's working with Tyson. Oh, Soldier Boy's working with Mayweather. Oh, Mayweather, okay. But I don't... Yeah, it's not even going to be close. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen? It was supposed to happen in Vegas. Now they're saying Abu Dhabi or something. So it's it's not going to happen. I'm going to try to get a celebrity uh, uh, fight going. What do you mean? You're going to fight a celebrity? No, no, maybe, but no, no, no. Like I'm gonna get so you versus my, Adam Hunter. No, no, no. So no, no, not me as fighter. I, I'm gonna actually promote an event that I'm trying to do. My hairdresser, his name's Claude Baruch in in Vegas. He yeah. owns. So Steve Wynn brought him from France, and so like his salons in the Wynn and the Encore. It's called Claude Baruch Salon. Like he's the fucking guy, right? And he trains uh, with Michael Costa, the uh, shootbox guy. Okay, and he's badass, and he's like a couple years older than me. I think he's like 38, but he wants to fight. But he's like, you can wear like headgear and shin pads. And I'm like, well, not really. And like tough enough, you can't. The hairdresser but, wants to fight? Yeah. So I was like, why don't we do like a charity event and I'll get another celebrity to fight you. He's not really a celebrity though. Well, another, I mean, we could get somebody. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not fighting a hair. I'm not losing to a hairdresser. <laughs> well, that would be awesome. You want to do it, Adam? I got and six then, more months of ACL I'm surgery. thinking maybe we can try. Wins, maybe you can fix your hairline. And oh, we could wow. talk to uh, maybe Demi, Demi Lovato. Thank you. Go on. And yes. see if she <laughs> wants to maybe do one when she could wear like headgear. I'll fight Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go on. You know what I, know, I mean? I don't see, know just, beat her at this point. Go on. And, and do it at like an, a, a gym or something and, and just have like hundred or two hundred dollar tickets, so it's like super high, you know. You know a lot of people, but ticket, and then it all goes to charity. You really? Yeah. No, you really thought about this? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Now you move. Oh, you no recently guy. switched gyms. Well, no, I'm still, I still extreme couture is still my gym. Uh, that's still where, but you know, Benny the Jet, uh, who's my original sensei, is out here, so I'm gonna be working with him a little bit. Um, He's and, a karate guy mostly, right? No, he it, well. He's karate, kickboxing, boxing, and he did MMA. He was actually like on this team that uh, Elvis Presley put together. People don't know about this. And they fl- he flew this t- team of MMA guys around the world, and they fought no holds barred. Like they was fought Elvis no there? way classes. What? And Elvis was there Elvis this? was there. Yeah, he was there. He had like a... A, a real... Uh, uh, I know. People don't know. It's It's ridiculous. Is this true, CB? I don't fucking know. Ask Benny. Oh get Benny God. on the show. You gotta have Benny on the show. I'll have Benny on the show. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's he. So 
he's got stories you would just by the way before the show right so uh heather named her her dog benny right so after him after benny so she's like but i forgot her dog name was benny so she goes i was gonna bring benny to the podcast i'm like (laughs) oh you should have he goes but you have cats and i was afraid benny was gonna chase all the cats i'm like that's normal (laughs) and then she goes she's like what do you mean he's a dog i'm like oh i thought you meant your karate instructors (laughs) around the whole time chasing my cats like like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy (laughs) that's what i really the only one that comes over and chases pussy oh wow that was that wasn't bad are you have you been practicing what's going on are you thinking I'm going to come back? I've had a few days off. Nice. All right. The so one, the one thing I don't understand, speaking of random fights, Bobby Gunn and Roy Jones Jr. Tomorrow, by the way, we have Frank Trigg on the show. Uh, is in studio. Frank Trigg's coming in, uh-huh. and we. I'm working on it, but I'm pretty sure we have Bobby Gunn calling in, uh, who's fighting bare knuckle. Here, boys. Bare knuckle against Roy Jones Jr. Is it bare knuckle? Bare, I thought it was regular boxing. No, it's bare knuckle. And Shannon Rich is on that. And card? Shannon Rich also bare knuckle. Uh, oh, no. in, in Florida, February 18th, right? That's February. I'm pretty, I don't remember the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bare knuckle boxing. That's the same day as Fedor's fight. That's a terrible idea. It, what they do? They're marketing from fucking WSOF. I don't know. So uh, yeah, no. By the way, I figured out why that happening because I talked to somebody and they said WSOF has timeshares on NBC Sports. They buy timeshares, so they don't. It's one of those things where they pay to to, to show it. Something happens, which is probably why they get the worst times, because that's probably the cheapest timeshare is against the Super Bowl, New Year's Eve. I'm telling you. So that's probably, that's my theory. I don't know if it's true. I think Marlon Mariah's left, by the way. I think he's gone. Because their new poster for the Sean Jordan even on fight says crowning a new bantamweight champ. Oh, wow. So I think Mariah's is getting in the UFC, and I think he's going to fight Jimmy Rivera for his debut. Wow. It's a fucking war. So, by the way, so... Something happened funny. So anyway, so practice on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So we had a, it was a good practice. So my, my assistant coach is this guy, Brian Swinehart, this comedian who opens for me. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I love Brian, but he's like total pothead, you know, unemployed. Well, he, he, he like does extra work and he, he got like five roommates and like lives in a studio. So it's like the final Heather, you'll, you'll like this. Listen up. I'm so listening. it's like the final uh, two minutes of practice, 30 seconds of practice. I'm like, all right, guys, last match, overtime. Like, if you win, you get the money, the college scholarship, the girlfriend. If you lose, you're a broke, unemployed comedian with uh, six roommates, uh, and, and you do extra work. <laughs> and no one knew what I was doing. Brian's like, hey, wait, that, that's my life. So that was, uh, that was that's hilarious. And then afterwards, I was this one kid, of course, this little kid, this kid, uh, this little kid, cute kid, sixth grade. He he has like the mentality of a seventy year old, but he's like you know ninety pounds and just like out of shape. But he's, mm-hmm. he's a good kid. But I was I, his parents were late, so I had to wait with him till his mom came. You know, and I'm waiting at the middle school with him, and I'm like, so. Uh, you know, do you like school? He's like, nah, you know, I was 30 minutes late yesterday, and then my teacher gave me a, a 30, uh, an hour lesson on how I'm going nowhere in life. And so, so he, was, he was like bitching to me about that. This is what education's turned into. into. So I go, do, do, you, do you have a girlfriend? He goes, nah, he's in sixth grade. He goes, man, there are no hot girls in my grade, and I'm not going to let some average chick boss me around. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what this little sixth grader told me. I was like, it's awesome. I, I turned around and laughed for like 20 minutes. I, I, that was a like, peek into what happens at his house. Yeah, well, was, his mother runs the show. Oh, man. I couldn't believe he said that. I was average chick. There are no hot chicks in sixth grade, and I'm not going to let an average chick boss me around. But you do have like the luckiest wrestling team to have like actual MMA fighters come and coach them. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it, except, except what happened, like, I, one year I, I like, brought Mayhem. 
right before <laughs> this is no this is back when Mayhem was like on Bully Beatdown yeah. and like all the kids were so excited Still to see a him decision. and then like a year later he like gets arrested for being naked <laughs> and like you know, I had him like talk to the kids and meet all the parents I'm like these parents feel like this is, the, is this the guy that like <laughs> just tell him no dude. just deny 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 yeah, I was like, was you're different like, man, Miller. Yeah, different man. But it was funny though, and then there's something else that happened that was funny. So, I you know I missed a couple matches this year because of road gigs. Mm-hmm. So I have another coach that fills in, Aljamain, actually junior, really good coach. You know? Ah, junior Amazon. Good so day. so, uh, but this little kid on my team is like, are you gonna come to the tournament this Saturday? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. He's like, well, you, you like missed the last two. I'm like, I'm like, well, dude, I, I had to work and make a living. And, and then he goes, whatever, man. I'm just saying, you expect us to be there, but our coach doesn't show up. And I was very upset about this. I go, you sound like my girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, like, I told my girlfriend. Did you win? I told my Did girlfriend. I told her what? Did he win the last two that you missed? No. Then he shouldn't be able to talk shit. I, he keeps like giving me the biggest guilt trip. I mean, he really was like my girl asked me if I'm on the road all the time. Is this how it's always gonna be? I'm like. I had flashbacks. I'm like, Jesus, I was getting bitched. And he was kind of right, too. Like, that was the bad part is that I really have missed this. But, I mean, I'm, I'm headlining in, you know, Minnesota. What am mm. I supposed to do? Right. It's like that movie Hardball where Keanu Reeves just doesn't show up to practice. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, where the fuck were you? We were here. It really, I mean, I got bitched out by, by a, a 12-year-old for like 20 minutes. And he was kind of right. It was, it was bad. Uh, so, anyway, the fights this week. Uh, UFC fights this week. By the way, uh, did you watch the Bellator fights last week? No, I, I, I didn't either. But I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard Chitty won. Chitty, did yeah, win. I watched that fight. How he was dominated. it? He dominated him. I think one judge gave him th- all three ten eight rounds. Yeah, wow. It was, it was. I think the lowest. Really I think the weird. highest score was thirty twenty six. It was, it was really weird. I used to train Melvin too, and um, he just broke him. You know, it just kind of like. He just huge yeah. size difference too, though. Yeah, where's huge. Melvin training now? Uh, Florida, I think. No, or was he in? He's always Colorado. Camps out, dude. I don't know. There's a guy, man. Like, do you think out of all the people you've trained with, Melvin Gallard had the most potential and lived up to it the least? I'm sorry yeah. to say that because he he did make the UFC and he made he made the highest level of of professional fighting. He's but fucking fought so many times. You know that guy taught me a move in. Um, and the week a week later, I, I I I used that move to win a fight. The the one I actually put the girl to sleep. What move? Uh, it's when someone shoots a single leg on their heads on the outside. You just kind of like wrap your hand and then throw this leg over there and, and take the back. Oh, Is that wow. the Sarah Alpar fight that you yeah. put her to sleep? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Nice. What, what what color was your underwear for that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, did you know uh, Hendrix started his own camp? It's Johnny Hendrix MMA. Really? Yeah, we've been talking about this. No I, scales. I, <laughs> he said he's never going to fight at 170 again. He's never even. Gonna, he's not even going to try. I I, he really, may not wake up after this Lombard fight. Yeah, though. I don't know though. I mean, if Hendrix gets out of round two, you could you could see you could see Hendrix winning. That's a long one and two. But it, I mean, he's you know Wonder Boy hurt him. Uh, Wonder Boy finished kill, him. Finished him. But he hasn't really been hurt that often in his career, like where he's been really hurt. I mean, has he ever been stopped other than by Wonder Boy? Uh, no. I don't so, think so, so maybe I mean the guy obviously can, didn't finish. He him. obviously he could take a punch, him. and you know he's not fighting at one seventy. That fighting against Wonder Boy, he came in like that week at one seventy. It was a terrible. I know we were fight. talking about that because the so, nutritionist and yeah, 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 I was there. That was fucking. Cr- I was like, what do you mean I he came in at one seventy? Like usually he misses either misses weight or. 
he does a drastic weight cut where he loses like 15 pounds the week of the fight or 20 pounds. He yeah. came in three pounds over. When but he, he came in at he came in a Monday really at 173 and looked ripped. But for a guy, which is one thing if you're doing that your whole career, but he looked really weak, mm. ineffective, slow. It was like good weight cut for bodybuilding. Yeah, it's bad, almost like he starved starved himself. Bad weight cut for MMA. My last fight I cut, I woke up at 120 and I was like eating all week and everything. This is low, le- the leanest I've ever been. And then I asked Grosso's dad, uh, the Sacramento fights, how much did she put on, you know, the, the night of the fight? He said eight kilos. Which is how many pounds? Well, I was like 18 pounds. Wow. Yeah, like the- did you feel it in the, in the, I didn't, how I was- didn't notice it. But again, again, like all uh, my attention was like on my eye, but I didn't feel like, uh, I didn't feel her being how stronger the, than How me. did the altitude affect you? I didn't feel the altitude. Honestly, no, I never hit like something my phys- uh, uh, psychologist was talking to me about, the sports psychologist saying like, you know, be ready for that wall. You're probably going to hit a wall. Everyone does, but just expect it and know that you're, you're good. Um, and I never, I never had felt it. I, but you know what you I did? If you're high all the time that the altitude didn't affect you? No. Do you know how I, where I, what I did to, to prepare for that? What's that? I basically, I literally spent every dollar I had. I, I moved to Albuquerque for a month. I stayed in a cabin for, at 7,600 feet. So it was like a 30 minute drive, um, up to this awesome cabin, no shower, only had a bath. And like stayed up there for a month, and then I would drive down and train at fifty five hundred, and then I would, you is know, that, is that so Jackson's? no, I was at Chris Luttrell's gym. Chris, uh, it's like Chris Luttrell and Ye, Ray Yee's gym. Is that and, with Borg, uh, Ray Borg, and those guys? I don't know who Ray Borg is, or uh, who who trains there. Uh, well, Claudia Gardella was uh, training there, so I, she wow. was like my so my hot. main. Yeah, she's pretty. She was like my name, my main partner, and then uh, there was a couple other guys I brought from Jackson's to come help me that I used to train with, um, Ray Martinez, and uh, there was a you know some other amateur guys that were really great and like were one guy's a boxer. It was no, if you were up. if you were a lesbian, right? Would you go for Claudia? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, you she's think beautiful. She's, no, she, she, she's like the hottest chick you've ever trained no. with? No. Who? That I've ever trained with? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, Michelle and Holly are oh, beautiful. Yeah. And well, Michelle's really hot. Holly's don't pretty. Think, I think ah, Holly's beautiful. Okay. But, but she's pretty. Yeah. Attractive girl. Yeah. I mean, um, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. She kicked me out of bed. Uh, Cheyenne, now, the girl I train with right now. And, and uh, what's it called? Um, and at Extreme, she's an amateur girl. She's really pretty. Misha's really pretty. I mean, a lot of girls. Nice. Yeah. So, this week, Dennis Bermudez versus the Korean Zombie. Uh, it's going to be Friday, UFC Fight Night, Saturday, February Why 4th. hasn't he fought in a couple years? He was in the Korean Army, and you have to do time, oh. and he had to serve his time, which is so ridiculous because... I mean, I understand, but I think professional athletes in Korea, there's so little of them. He's like one of the only yeah, guys in the UFC. He's sure. the best one. And Duho Choi now. And Duho Choi. But let these guys, it's probably better for your country and morale and the army if they let them fight. Mm-hmm. But I guess they have to do service. Then again, you know, we're not next to South Korea. I've been to North Korea. I've been to South Korea. And I've been on like the border of North and South Korea, like where the military is. And it's, it's, not, uh, it's not a fun place to be. So, uh, but... Dennis Bermudez, Kim Jong. I got Bermudez all day. Kim Jong. Or not Kim Jong. Song Jong. Korean Zombie. Uh, I I think Bermudez all day is going to beat Kim Jong because what is his name? No, Kim Jong is the is the dictator. I know, but Zombie's real name Chan Song Jong. 
Chan Sung Jung. Bermudez, based on inactivity. I just think yeah. that Bermudez has been around, been fighting for so long. This guy hasn't fought since 2004. Uh, Heather. Yeah, I think I think Ramirez has got it. I, I really, you know, been watching his career uh, since Diego beat him on on the Ultimate Fighter for to win the the show or whatever. And uh, just I thought he was awesome. I mean, obviously he got to that point and um, and dropped Diego in the fight. In fact, you know, to now you married get Diego. Bar- he didn't come across very well in the Ultimate Fighter. What he came across like a psychopath. Uh, let's be honest. Okay, well he's he's not a psychopath. He's he's a little bit. Uh, temperamental, yes. Um, as most Brazilians are, and yeah, I mean, he's learned a lot, and he's he's grown a lot, and um, I think that he's he's learned a really, you know, this recent thing that got him out of the UFC. Uh, he realized a lot what from happened? that, and he was like, he got in a fight with some guys at a strip club, and they uh, apparently like kind of jumped him a little bit, so he went out to this car to get his gun. And then he came back and pointed it at the bar, the the security guards, and they wouldn't let him in. And so he hit one of them with it. And oh. uh, yeah, so so then he turned himself in, and then he got a good lawyer, and he got somehow got off. So he's completely you know exempt from all of it, and and now he, he just fought in Russia. And are you thinking about getting back together with him or no? No, we're just good oh. friends. He's like family to me now. Like he right. really, I mean, we just try to be good friends and be there for each other. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that really have each other's back and you could say, and like my dad kind of adopted him because he doesn't have a dad and oh, nice. you know, so they just, yeah. So well, I, I don't mean to say that he sounded like a, he just he came across. A, a no, he's a little, he's kind of crazy, but you know, look what he did. And look, I mean, he's not just a, a Vandalay Silva where he goes out there and brawls. Like he does brawl, but he has amazing skill too. I thought when on the ultimate fighter, I, I didn't think he was going to lose for a long time. I, yeah. Then Darren Elkins beat him, I believe. Yeah. And, uh, Connor beat him. And then Connor. Yeah. Well, that, he him. was going through a lot of shit. Though. Yeah. I heard he was living in his car before that fight yeah there's a lot of shit going and they on, basically so. called him up and they like hey yeah. you're homeless fight connor yeah how are you gonna say no yeah um, so he, he's super good to his fans too like he's really really a good dude. diego yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, have you ever graphed him several times <laughs> nice. it was one of the more exciting like first meets nice that i've had but he's he was always really really cool all right yeah he's a he's a good guy he's got a good heart he's really funny and um, do you guys have a big wedding or no? No, no, no. We were just in like the courthouse or whatever. Nice. Yeah. All right. Now your last boyfriend uh, was eleven. Um, <laughs> he, he was he now he he was he was, he was a little younger. Uh, very nice guy. I, I I met him. He came to my shows. We actually text. We text back and forth a lot. He's a super nice, great wrestler. He tried off the Olympic team. Almost made. He it. He hasn't made it yet, but he'll make it. He's in the development team now and cool enough he just got hired from the olympic committee to be their strength conditioning coach for the usa wrestling now uh he was young though he, he's 17 26 26 okay 26 and you're you're, you're 43 36. 36 okay so you're 36 43. he's 26 now but that was sort of like what why it didn't work right you had to like teach him things like to you know and to do his laundry so it's like is that what happened <laughs> I did, well, uh, we, we, I shouldn't say nothing. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, like there's, you know, yeah, there's things that are going to be. There's obviously an age difference, and there's things that you know he he's learned uh, differently. And and I think, gosh, I can't. I, there, all guys that I've been with of all ages, I got to teach them something. And of course, guys are just. Did you have, did you guys have role play where he was like you were like the teacher and oh he got goodness. a bad grade or something? No, no. 
This seems like it would be, fu- be fun. Do you ever want to do brother and sister role playing? Oh my gosh. No, 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 like stepmom porn. Okay, okay, listen. No, that's good. So that's. that's a, I can't even imagine. Like you said that, and I didn't even like understand. I didn't even comprehend that. Like, that's just. No, this awful. is a big thing on. If you go to Uges or Eskimo Tube. Oh, yeah. Eskimo Tube. <laughs> Eskimo too? No, it's a real porn. Are you serious? It's Eskimo too. And Joe's gonna fucking go search it all. It's not that good. All the videos by tomorrow. X hamster is way better. But 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 there's a whole category of like X hamster. X hamster. Why is it called X hamster? I I don't know. I, I I didn't name it, but. Yeah, but yeah, there's a lot. Do they, there's a whole it's like an animal thing. No, 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 no animals. It's Richard Gears yeah. shoving oh, a gerbil up his God, ass. Oh God, that's yeah, a so, horrible thought. But anyway, all right. Police had two girls. You fought are fighting. Uh, Alexis yeah. Grasso, Felice Herrig. Um, I this- think Alexis going to beat her. I think she's. Um, how she's going to beat her? I think it's going to be either a, a decision, um, or I don't know. I don't know if Alexa. You know, she's got the power maybe to to. Take Felice, but I don't know. Felice is pretty tough, man. That girl can get take a hit. Yeah, she got that um, big Leno chain. Big chop. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> From who knows why, right? Yeah. But um, mm. yeah, I, I what? No, go on. Me like that, okay? Um, yeah. So I think she's gonna win. I, I really think uh, Alexa's a, a really good, good athlete, and um, it was you know I can't say it wasn't hard to see like on the UFC Snapchat seeing her like signing. Co- co-main event posters with her picture on it and thinking gosh that you know it should be me but um that first fight you had with her was brutal i think it was in bellator i'm right? not talking about felice i was talking about grasso but yeah bellator yeah bellator and uh it was a 10-8 round the but first afterwards round. like she yelled at you in yeah. your face and i backhanded her with my broken hand broken it, arm that was that was crazy yeah that was one of the weirdest <laughs> and worst ends to a fight is there a video yeah. yes is there a video somewhere yeah, 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 of yeah. slapping the shit out of her no she oh like, yeah you can watch me backhand her i mean she's I on top she's on top somehow it's a weird scramble she ended up on top and then just starts yelling and cursing she at, got up and yelled like ah, like right here in front of my face because I was in her guard when the bell rang, and then she got up and like squatted and yelled right in front of my face. So I'm on my knees, and like I just backhanded her with my right hand. I'll show you a picture. Kind of like a Jake Shields, who's more Paul Harris. It was it was way, it was way worse. It, 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 was it was worse than that. It was. I'll tell you why it was worse because it, it came across so amateurish. Yeah, it came across like a world star fight. Yeah, and and, and you know, and you have two amazing athletes. You have two prime fighters. Oh. You have two. You know, great women. You know, and and it it was really bad sportsmanship, and it came across really, really. And then she apologizes, and then she starts after she apologizes, she starts posting photos of it, and and when Beck did it to somebody, and then they like they're like laughing about it. I'm like, how are you going to apologize and then keep promoting that you did that? Yeah, it wasn't cool. I I, I didn't I didn't like it. You know, that was I my think- my arm that. And that oh, happened in the second. Jesus. Wow! How did you break out? How that overhand happened? right? She I like w- overshot it, and her head hit hit my. Wow, it's a clean oh, break. By the way, did you hear it click when you were like? Yeah, I could feel going? it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she ended up, we ended up kind of like against a fence, and I could feel like I had no. My wrist literally like felt like it could turn three sixty. So I had no use of it, and I still tried to hit her with it, right? Because like John, John told me to do. And John like, Jones? No, John. John Dotson was my corner for the fight. Well, she's trained with John Jones. I. I yeah, yeah. But she said dog. But this is so she had me in a one arm na- rear naked, and this my right hand was broken. See, I couldn't even like try to pull it off or do it. It was just hanging there. My dad's like, "Why are you not? Why is she not using her her arm?" And, and John's like, "I don't know." Fucking shit. He didn't want to tell my dad because my dad probably would stop the fight. 
Fuck. You got heart, Heather. I, yeah, because I even remember when Chuck fought Frank, Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin was like, I took a kick on the forearm, and then every time I move my arm, I can hear it click, click, click. I'm like, I couldn't even fucking imagine. She I know. To- One time I beat off three times in a row, and I couldn't move my arm at all. All right, go on. No, I don't need it. I don't need to talk about <laughs> And that was just the first 20 minutes of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be able to, honestly, like... Back in my day, I could go two or three times a day. Now I'm like Wait, I'm jerking off or having sex. Both, but now like even now like with with, with my girl like after sex she'd be like let's go again. I'm like give me a week, <laughs> give me a week. <laughs> it's just not make the same. me a sandwich. Let me watch like no, it's it's bad, man. It, 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 I used to be able to go over and over. Thanks for making a phone call during the middle of the podcast. I'm not making way. a phone call. All right, so Abel Trujillo is fighting. Uh, who I think's gonna win? I, I like Felice. She's a friend of mine. She's a, she's very, but I do think that sometimes she becomes a little bit of a bully in her fights. Where if she can get the upper hand, she's going to dominate you and fuck you up. But if she's losing, she wants out of it, and that kind of happened with Randa. Uh, kind of happened with Paige. Right. Uh, it's sort of like if but she, she came back after the fight with me, like in the first round, I had her. Yeah. You know, and then, but then the second, like, I was beat, you know, and then I broke my arm, and it was like, she came back in that third. But again, even in, um, my fight on the show, which I tore my ACL a week before, like, you know, she fought, she, she came. Yeah. Well, with you, it's like, she fought, she fought different against you than most people. Uh, but it seems like even her last I was fight. hurt both times. <laughs> but like, she, really hurt. But, but if she doesn't get you out early, sometimes she has trouble. That's why I believe Grasshopper's gonna win this, but I'm gonna be rooting for Felice. Uh, Abel Trujillo versus uh, James Vick. Good fight here. Uh, Last minute switch. What happened? Uh, Abel was supposed to fight Evan Dunham. James Vick was supposed to fight Johnny Chase. Both those guys dropped out, so they said, fuck it, put them together. Um, who wins this fight? This is tough because Vick was a pro boxer. He suffered his first defeat recently against Benny. Benny outstruck him, which was crazy. Abel Trujillo, I thought, was going to be a beast. And he still is a beast, but I thought he was going to, like... I forgot who he beat. He beat somebody. He was killing people, and then Khabib got him, and Khabib just I mean, schooled him. I that's, that's, like... Yeah, I know, but he never really... It's, so, it's weird. He's a, kind of a strange fighter. Uh, His fight against Varner was, like, one of the craziest shits I've ever seen. Right. But he's on a three-fight win streak. Okay. He fought Jordan Rinaldi. Uh, he beat Tony yeah. Sims. Uh, he beat uh, uh, T-Bow. Before that, his last loss was to Tony Ferguson in 2014 by submission, which we know how good Tony is. Before that, he beat Varner and he beat Roger Bowling. And then the, so he's, he's won five out of six. And James Vick's coming off a loss uh, to fucking Benny. Uh, Benny. Benny. Ugh, who wins this fight, CB? I think Abel. I think if uh, Abel comes out, look, watching the Benny James Vick fight, I did not think Benny by knockout. I thought like you know Russell down submission something like that. The way that Benny was striking with Vick, I think if Abel comes forward, backs him up against the cage, and just starts throwing, he definitely has way more power than Benil. And I think Abel can get the knockout. And I'm going with Abel Trujillo, even Heather? though my Black Zillions is disbanded. <laughs> Heather. Um, I don't really know them too well. Like, I don't really, I, I don't think I saw their, their last fights. I'll tell you one thing though. I stood next, I was sitting next to James Vick's girlfriend who had a fight one time. And this chick must have been like, she was wearing like that, like stripper dress, smoking hot. And she was yelling the whole fucking, the whole place could hear her yell. <laughs> Is and it 199? It was at, in Vegas. Oh, no, it was in Vegas. Vegas. 
And everyone's like, who the fuck is that chick screaming? And then it's like her boyfriend, so no one said anything, you know? But uh, I don't know about how I, I just want to tell a story. All right, so OSP <laughs> versus uh, Vulcan Ozemeter. I don't know Vulcan. Vulcan, Ozdemir. that's badass. Who, who, who's Vulcan? Uh, he's a last-minute replacement because Jan Blahovich was supposed to fight OSP. Um, I don't know much about him. I know OSP is a tough, tough dude, and he's coming off some uh, unfortunate circumstance against Jones and Manua. I think OSP returns and gets the win. The, the win. That guy's an ogre, man. Who? OSP. Yeah. That's yeah. why like, I talked to John's after that, John after that fight, and I was like, he's like, he like took everything. Like he, yeah. And like, he would just like pop back up. Like he was just. And like, what, what, is, what did John say about it? He started. He just laughed when I said that because he kind of was like, "Yeah." <laughs> did you say he snorted coke? Is that I didn't what he say did? Anything. You're I just such went. a white. You're such an instigator, CB. No, such an instigator. He's sober. He's sober. Not like today or early. He's sober. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he now me he's sober. No, I've heard uh, you were in that camp, and uh, some people in the camp that I've talked to, pro fighters, can't stand him. They say like. They say he, he's too good for everybody. He doesn't fuck with some of the lighter guys. He gets mad at people. Hmm. Uh, well, I've never sparred with him. I mean, we, you know, I've never like literally sparred with him, obviously. So I don't know. I mean, I have a different. Other people say he's a great teammate. Him. He's a great teammate. Yeah, he was nice a good guy. teammate to me. Now, but were you around like for the like? For, I guess for one of his fights, he came in. I think for the Gustafson fight, he comes in uh, on Molly like the week of the fight uh, in, in camp, and then with like. Two crazy chicks and he said like he was drinking all week. Drinking all week. Were you around during that? I don't think so. Oh, hmm. I, well, I don't remember that. No, I mean, but again, he more power to him for like if he could party and and still win fights like that. Like obviously that fight was close fight and so he probably learned his lesson. But this is this is what I mean. This is what people do. People, you know celebrities or actors or I mean they go out and they get drunk and they do all that stuff and they get in trouble and I mean it's just kind of what people do and if, Heather like, we're talking about the greatest I know I'm not saying he should do it has now fucked up his prime and it's just not I think his prime is is still yet to come maybe but we don't know because he's suspended for he's coming in back in July okay okay but this guy has this dude he's you, learned you his lesson admit, I think he's learned his lesson he's had a few yeah, few strikes. Yes, okay. I think that people hitting a pregnant chick and fleeing the accident, coming back for your weed, and then fucking leaving again. It's not right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not claiming that it's a, a good thing to do. I wouldn't do that. I mean, but he's human. People he's make human, and people make mistakes. I think it's a great story. I think it just shows how you can, you it's know, Bobby you Brown can story. really lose yourself <laughs> yeah. to to drugs and alcohol, like many people. Yeah. A majority of the population has has been addicted to a drug or alcohol in their life. The majority of people. No, that's not world. true. What? Majority of people have at one point been addicted to either alcohol or drugs in their I life. Think, I don't think that's a true, a true stat. I think it is. No, I don't think every person, everyone I know. But you're a but fighter you're and say, an actor. People, most people in in certain industries. But I would say. I don't think a majority of Americans have been addicted to drugs or alcohol. I don't think that's true. If you count prescription drugs. I don't think people admit that they're addicted to alcohol, but they are because they drink every weekend or they drink every night. People that don't admit it. You're right. Is there an epidemic? Absolutely. Is it a problem? Sure. I don't think it's a majority of people, okay, but well, I, th- I, think, I think it's too I think many everybody's people. Everybody's been through stuff. People yes. make stupid decisions. P- and people and, do second chances, and, and I'm a John Jones fan, yeah. and I think he's robbing himself, the fans, everybody else, and I'm sure he would say the same thing. Yeah. Or maybe he wouldn't, and that'd be the pro- Whatever. I, I understand it. I get it. Anthony Hamilton is fighting Mike Marcel Fortuna. 
Anthony. Uh, I'm all day. I train with him as well. He's really an awesome guy. At a stream or at, at, at Jackson's. At Jackson's. He's at Jackson's. Yeah, he lost his last fight by Kimura to uh, to Francis Ngannou. But he knocked knocked out a guy before that, right? He's, he's, he's either he knocks people out or he gets knocked out or he loses. Well, that's heavyweight, man. That's he- right. That's true. That's Heather. Uh, uh, yes, that's true. Not you're heavyweight, but that's absolutely true. <laughs> but I do like, like what? He, one of his you greatest knockouts I've ever seen was that fu- he knocked out Smolino, my buddy Smolino, in a, I believe it was a Canadian card um, back to the now defunct EFC or EFX or EXC. It was a crazy fucking knockout. Angela Hill, Jessica Andrade. Mm. Man. I Who do I? That's this weekend Jessica for sure. Yeah, that's this weekend. Yes. Jessica's gonna overpower Fuck. her. Angela's a good striker. I've strike, and I'm sure she's been working on her jujitsu with Jessica and everything. And but I just think that uh, Jessica's gonna dominate. I mean, they are really throwing this girl to the wolves. I mean, she was an Invicta Tisha. last month. I mean, <laughs> well, what? she's in, I know because she got Tisha and she got. Who was it before Rose, right? In, in the UFC. In the UFC. And then she goes to Invicta. Yeah, but she got Emily first. Okay, but then oh, Emily's not good? What? Okay, so, but I'm saying they're really throwing <laughs> her to the wolves. <laughs> like, I did mean, you not see that fight? Look, I'll tell you one thing. I was at the Jessica Andrade fight against Jessica Penne, and she beat the shit out of Penne. Exactly. And Penne's a good fighter. Great exactly. fighter. Okay. about the JoJo fight? And then the JoJo Fucking fight. murdered her. So now they're throwing an Angela Hill, like... Fuck. And Angela thinks she can beat her. I hope she can beat her. I, you don't like Angela? She was one of the bullies on the show. She Picked was on one you. of the the mean girls. Yeah, the mean she was girls. the one farting in the house all the time. Oh yeah, she's the like worst. Her. She's stinky. But you know what? I, <laughs> I got her a couple of times off camera. What'd you do? <laughs> I farted back on her. Really? <laughs> dusted the shit out of her. Like loud ones or like? But I, I'm not one to do that in public. Like I'm not. A, I'm not one to do it in front of people. So I would get her when nobody else is around. Now, did you pull your pants down and fart on her? Or did I don't you... think I ever pulled my pants down. But I would just like wait till everyone was gone, and I would just go and I'd be like. <laughs> and then what did she do? She would scream, or oh, say thanks. something, and be like, ah, like, she, I mean. Those girls were not nice to you on the show, but I'll tell you what, they lost a lot of fans because of you I don't the think show. so. No, I, I know. I I'm, think that, that there's people who, who uh, like to bully people, and they like people who bully people. Well, I know on the underground, they, they became, like, hated, all of them, because okay. of that. Yeah, well, the underground, underground is, like, got my back. The right? hardcore like, fans, hardcore fans. Uh, now... Angela Hill. We did a documentary, actually. Have you seen it? I did see it. In you fact, I'm it? the one who got you it. Because mean? I introduced you to the guy at my show who filmed it for you. You, met, you introduced me to Jonathan at your show? Yes. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> see? No one remembers that. No one remembers the shit I do for them. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> came to a show, and I said, this is, it was outside in Vegas. Oh, uh, and then he filmed me here. He had an interview with me. Okay, yeah, here in then, Vegas. And then yep. he was doing a documentary with you. Yeah. So... Well, You're welcome. All right. So just everyone pay their respects. <laughs> well, to you King should watch Adam. it. If you oh, haven't seen it, I watch it. Right. I saw it. I was so happy. And I'm like, oh, I, I, did you like I, it? Was I it interesting? Like it. I, I watched also- it. I thought it was interesting. I'd like sit there and I'd be like, I'm going to turn it off. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm like actually kind of like interested. I, like and and I also like the fact that I helped make it happen. Okay. But of course, no one remembers that. Thank you. Adam. No one, Thank no one, you. No respect. You can find that on YouTube. I don't get no respect. Seriously. I'm like Rodney, except without the money or the success. So, Jessica, Andrade, Angela Hill. So what do you think is going to happen, CB? I think uh, it pains me to say this, but I think Jessica's going to destroy Angela. I think, you know, Joanna said she's waiting for this week to announce her next opponent. Everybody thinks it's Michelle Waterson. I think they need to wait. 
I think the best fight they could book right now is if Jessica beats Angela Hill, you book Jessica and Joanna because that is a fucking war for a title. But I think Jessica Andrade, most likely first round knockout. Heather? Wow. I told you, I think, uh, I think yeah, uh, Jessica's going to beat her. Um, probably TKO. Or submission. Fuck. No, I say submission. I, I'm, submission. I, I'm pulling for Angie. I'm really pulling for Angie. I think she's, she's got the speed over her. Angie got the speed. But this other girl just is like a mini Vanderlei Silva in his yeah. prime. And she just gets you in the corner and throws these fucking wide punches that are... I mean, they just hurt you. And she, and she was a 135 She's a black belt, too, yeah? yeah? I couldn't believe she yeah. was 135. And then, but she's really, really little. Like, yeah, she's she is. She's really little. She's like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, she just dropped a little muscle. It's basically what Cyborg, you know, is trying to do. Dropped some muscle and, and some fat and no big deal. Also, two other, another girl that uh, you don't like, that you beat, Rowdy Beck, is fighting Tisha Torres. Yeah. Uh, it's a rematch, right? They had a, a fight on the, on the house. Yeah, they did. Yep. It was a good fight. Um, fuck. Who wins this fight? Tisha. Of Tisha. course. My storm sister. Your Tisha. Storm sister. My storm sister. Now, did you know she was going to be a lesbian? You no, no. I mean, she, I remember last time I went out there in the Florida uh, to visit her. Why are you laughing? After my fight in Rotterdam. And she was like, we were talking about relationships and stuff. And she had never been with a girl before. Um, well, I don't know if she still has been with a girl. No, I'm, go on. What? I'm kidding. But, but, Are you serious? <laughs> but Raquel's more of a dude than I am. But right now, Raquel's a, a beautiful lady. But yeah, she's, but she's, she's fucking... She's but she's mean, a, yeah. She's a mean... She, she dresses... Doesn't dress very effeminate. But, uh, and she, she looks very strong. But they're a beautiful couple. They're in love. Yeah. yeah. It's adorable, actually. It is. They're really cute. And they spar together. That's got to yeah. be weird, sparring with your girlfriend. I don't know. I sparred with, I sparred with my boyfriends. Who? Diego and um, I dated a guy at Syndicate for a couple months. Who? His name was AJ. AJ Matthews? No. Not, we don't need to talk about that. AJ it was McLean? a couple months. What? No. Uh, AJ the wrestler? What is it? AJ. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. And I dated my coach when I first started. Who was your coach? Uh, Alberto Piccinini. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm he happy to, to get you know, separating work from relationships. All right, so Tisha I, Torres. I think, uh, I think with the sparring with Tisha and Raquel, whoever wins in the sparring is to be on top. Yeah, look at uh, Nina and uh, yeah. Nunes. So you think Tisha Torres wins? Which, by the way, I'm going to have them on my podcast for the first. My first guests are, are Nunes and, and Ansaroff. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Tisha, by the way, so she's coming off a loss to Rose. Before that, she beat Jocelyn Lynn. She beat Angela Hill. She beat Magana. Uh, she fucking destroyed Magana. Um, that was a great night. So, <laughs> uh, Rowdy Beck. Rowdy Beck's always in the fight, though. She's a scrapper. Until so she gets knocked out by Dancing with the Stars. She was winning that fight, though. She was beating Paige. I don't think Paige. she was really she was winning. Paige. I'm, I'm putting on my sunglasses because there's some major shade being thrown in this house. Nah, it's not like it. I mean, I like, no, like, Paige is cool. I really like Paige. Like, she's actually out here in L.A., so we might go train together or hang out or whatever. Did she leave no, she's just out here visiting. I'm she's not training, sure why. She's training Kings right now. She did uh. train at Kings. We might go train at um, at Wildcard or something. But no, I I think that uh, she's really good for the sport. I think she represents the sport well as a as a, a pretty feminine. Paige yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and you still you rowdy ever make up or no? No, that <laughs> girl's just gross. Why is she gross? What do you mean? Why is she gross? She just the stuff that she po. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm blocked. Um, yeah. But the stuff that she 
I've seen from before is just that she posts is just not professional. Like you can do whatever you want to do in real life, be whoever you want to be, screw whoever you want to screw, do whatever drugs you want to do, do it all, but do it privately. You don't need to put it out on blast. Um, it's not, it's not professional. That's just the bottom line. It's, it's, you know, it's not professional to post, um, those types of things. I, I just think you can be fun and you can be like, yeah, but you like, post pictures of you like, Half naked. Like, I didn't. They're, say they're like artistic shots. But, yeah, yeah. But, still but like, there's like no. But okay. The half naked. I have a, one shirt I've ever posted. One picture I've ever posted. My shirt is off, and you see my back. It's like that's not. That's to me. It's not pornography. People that in were in front way. of you saw your tits, though. These weren't in the, in the, in the photo. Oh, there is a girl photographer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She saw my boobs. Yeah. Believe it or not. But so she could have been else I mean, there. So, so there you anyway, go. Anyway, my whole thing is, is what you post <laughs> and what you put out there is, is supposed to be professional so that you can, you know, be a, uh, of example. Though, she, I've asked her about this and she says, this is who she is. She, she's actually a feminist. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Be who you want to be. Be a feminist, even though she doesn't but know what feminism is. Wouldn't it be boring is. if everybody was like boring? Yeah. You don't have to be boring. She's not boring. She can post a lot of things about her uniqueness without being boring and without being classless. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like she can post. You know, she's very eclectic in her her style. She has like she can be funny. She can do all that wearing clothes. She can do all that. You know, uh, sitting with her legs closed. She doesn't have to be. Like yeah, I hear you. You get what I'm so saying? Like, so you think like when she says things like like anal doesn't mean doesn't make babies. You and don't stuff need to say that. stuff like that, right? Up the butt, no baby. Up the butt, no babies. That was yeah. what Magana said though. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and Mag- yeah, we want to. So right. to me, I'm just saying that's what I believe is being professional. I'm not judging her. That's what people are like. You shouldn't judge people. And I'm like, I'm not judging her for who she is. She can be whoever she wants. I don't care. I think honestly, though, it's about I, being per- professional in a public manner. In her defense, though, and I think you, I understand your point. I think if she was nice to you and wasn't mean to you, these girls were mean to you for no reason. I've, I've hung out with you a million times. Sometimes you do get a little bit like you are, uh, you become a 90 year old Jewish man, uh, okay, in, or Jewish grandma in certain times. You get very, a little naggy, but it's adorable and I, I see through it and, and I, I see your good qualities. You have amazing qualities. So I would never get mad at you. Those other girls, they were mean to you, okay, and I, I and that wasn't nice. They did it on TV. They bullied you. They were making fun of you. Totally bullshit. You had a torn ACL and you were still fighting and it was fucking bullshit. That being said, Let's say Maganya was nice to you. Let's say she was like so sweet. Would you have a problem with her Hell showing yeah, her pussy? I would and stuff? still. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're nice to me. I'm sure if I can sit here long enough, I could talk about girls that I like personally that I still don't agree with certain things that they post. All right, all right. Okay. You get what I'm saying, and I can be judgmental uh, about the fact that I think people should be uh, professional. If yeah. they want to, like, you know, say something about the sport, say something about, um, it's just, it's certain things should be private. I don't know. I don't know I, how to, what you. else to say. I understand. I, I'm just, I'm kind of old fashioned that way. I think that, like, I don't, wouldn't want, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want my daughter acting like that. Me neither. Would you, right? No, you're right. So, Chaz Skelly versus Chris Grutzemacher. Who's Chris Grutzemacher? I don't know. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. He was on Faber's team with Ryan Hall and and those guys. The Faber Connor season. Is he good? He's a good wrestler. He's gritty, but he's he's very green. Chaz Skelly is a fucking beast. Chaz Skelly is a beast, but uh, 
You got beef with him because he fucked your parlay up. Don't, 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 nobody knows that. Okay. <laughs> nobody so, yeah, knows that. Uh, Everybody knows that. Uh, I know, that. but I've like since that. I know, but I, 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 no, I, 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 I still I think, like him. I think Skelly for sure. I think he outclasses him everywhere. Everywhere it can go. And finally, Daniel Jolly, whose nickname is the Werewolf of Texas, is taking on Khalil Roundtree. That is a badass nickname. I, I believe so too. It's it's a weird fight, Jolly. Good kid, Khalil. The problem, and I said it about Khalil every time he fucking fights, plus the fact... He won't work his jiu-jitsu. The last time he fucking fought was what, like a month ago, two months ago? He has no ground game. If you're fighting Khalil, to take him down and you win. It's over. You don't yeah. even have to know jiu-jitsu. I've heard Just he doesn't want to train jiu-jitsu, or he doesn't even try. He has great stand-up. He's got some of the most powerful kicks. He's a crazy stand-up fighter. But if you get this dude on his back or on the ground... It's over. You, you beat him. Gotcha. So who's he sucks. fighting? Daniel Jolly. Who's he? Is he a yeah, grappler? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure he's going to be now. Right. I mean. All right. So uh, that is our podcast. Thank tremendous. you, American Icon Autographs, AISC.com. Uh, check them out if you want anything, any memorabilia signed. There are people to go to. They have everything. I've been to their warehouse. It's insane. I've never seen more. Autographs in my life well, from everything from wrestling to fighters to 80 stars to I mean, it just it keeps going. It's, it's incredible to like sign cages to to gloves. I mean, anything that you could imagine somebody has signed mm-hmm. like extras sign shit. And they, hey, the guy has it. He has like <laughs> he guy has it's insane. He, he, he has like uh, oh, it's insane. All right. So uh, but yeah, that's the guy to go to. We are on tip a fighter. Uh, if you like our podcast tip us. Heather, what do you got to promote? Uh, you can go to my Instagram and my, uh, sorry, I'm totally my Twitter and it's Heather Joe Clark, Heather J O Clark and, uh, check out my new podcast coming out probably next week. It'll be on, um, it's by revolver and it will be on all the, you know, iTunes and all the same ones that you can find. And will you come podcast. back and join us again? So yeah, we love having yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're a breath of fresh air. You're a girl. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're the only you're one sure? of us out of the three who've had real fights. Uh, and you're, you're amazing. You're, you're amazing, sweet, good person. You actually make the world a better place. Thank That's, you. Uh, and I, I, I'm proud to be your friend. Thank you. Uh, so thank you. Um, Joe, what do you got? Well, man, I got some good news. <laughs> oh God. What, what is Brace it? Brace yourself people no i got a, a show booked at flappers march 30th it's my birthday show yeah someone just asked me to do this just now augustino two seconds ago he just texted me too that's why i'm announcing it oh, okay you can do it if you want it's on a thursday i think okay if you want to come headline so are you gonna do shows before that yeah i always do shows just nice. open mics not real shows though <laughs> okay, cool. he's at home and his dad's watching <laughs> nice. you can also listen to wean dog radio on itunes and now on youtube wean dog tv and what happened to the cutter the girl that was cutting herself during sex no, I had to get rid of her. her. What? I, I, I blocked her. You blocked she her? kept messaging me like a crazy stalker. I'm like, yo, I can't do this no more. She uh, wanted him to I cut so her scared. with a box cutter while okay. they were having sex. Now I'm freaking out that I'm back in LA and I'm going to meet guys that are like fucking psycho. <laughs> this is like... This is no, he means all the I'm psycho not even gonna girls. Date. I'm not even going to date. <laughs> he means the psycho girls. Yeah, yeah, but there are guys out here just confused. like that. Uh, CB, what do you got? Fuck. Not much, man. Seriously, like not much really going on right now. Now that... uh. Bellator and all the fights in LA ended. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I will be at the uh, Arroyo Grande tomorrow night uh, at the Foguera Mountain Brewing Company. Friday night. That's Thursday night, actually. Friday night, I'm in Bakersfield. Uh, Saturday night in Merced. Uh, I'm at the Dime every Monday and Tuesday. I'm in Mesquite, Nevada at the Casablanca Casino. 
uh, March 10th. Pico Rivera, March 18th at the Iguana Lounge. Long Beach Laugh Factory, the 23rd of February, 24th, Mandalay Bay. March 1st, I'm doing stand-up comedy in Las Vegas with Dean Thomas and Mike Pyle. They are on the show. They want to do comedy. I'll be at the MMA Awards uh, March 2nd and in Calgary at the Comedy Cave March 14th to the 19th. Uh, and the Madhouse Comedy Club, uh, the 22nd in San Diego, uh, and March 24th to 25th at the Comedy Palace in San Diego. So that's February and March. Also, right, Adam, do you have any shows coming up? Yes. I'll also be uh, <laughs> February 24th, <laughs> South Point Casino. And February 24th, I will be in Mandalay Bay Casino at the top of Mandalay Bay. Um, <laughs> they're very funny. Thank you. Everyone's a fucking comedian when they come on the show. All right. So listen, thank you so you much. keep up with you. I love it. I love it. You know what might be good? You just post it on your website. Who? <laughs> Who did? <laughs> You just post your dates on your website. I, I know, I know, but I have to tell people. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. Listen, I, I'm, I'm very confused. Uh, so thank <laughs> you all. <laughs> thank you, Al Jermaine, for coming on the podcast. Uh, tomorrow we got Frank Trigg and Bobby Gunn. So thank you so much, and take care. <laughs>